Is that Matterhorn? Yeah. Right. That's a fucking mountain. <laughs> it's named Matterhorn. It's on the Toblerone package. <laughs> no, it's from Disneyland, you fucking idiot. You're literally <laughs> retarded. Your face. I simply tried to comprehend the idiocy of the statement. Ow. <laughs> oh my god. I heard I heard a story oh, that there there used to be a, a like a it, it was a basketball uh, like gym area like mm. for employees in the Matterhorn in either Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know if that's true. Like inside the ride? Yeah, like in the mountain portion of the ride there was a <laughs> gymnasium. And did the ride go past it? I don't know. That would be hilarious. Was, I think it was it's just away. like That'd regular good, like Yeti's chasing you. Oh, that's scary. And then yeah. and here's a bunch of people on ellipticals. And then you're back into <laughs> yeah, the <yeah>. right. <laughs> With like a really low-key smooth jazz cover of Girl from Impanema playing. It's a bunch of employees having lunch. And then thunder noises. Yeah, Yeti noises. Fucking so good. When I went to Disneyland, the Matterhorn was shut down. I couldn't go on it. I was very sad. That's that happened to me too. Oh, yeah. Just for some reason, the matter a dangerous just, ride. It's always shut down because people die it on it. It really likes to break down. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That and the space ride, Space Mountain. That was it. Also, Space Mountain. Is that no, there's called? a couple space rides. There, well, no, it's the Space Mountain ride. I think. Yeah, it's like something. Space Mountain's know. my favorite ride. It was shut ride. down as well when I got there. Couldn't ride it. Also, I was. I can't ride rides. I wouldn't have gone on them if they were working. <laughs> <laughs> Space Mountain's the best, definitely. Especially the California one, not the Orlando one. Yeah, oh, okay. they're different rides. Oh, really? I think some famous musician did the soundtrack for the Orlando one, but it wasn't as good as the California one, for which the soundtrack was done by Michael Giacchino, who wrote the Mission Impossible theme. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. It's a really great song. It's just And it's going to play right now. <laughs> that was 3 seconds, that was 3 legal seconds of really? Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's the rule, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm just creating work for Matt right now. Yes, I'm glad. Yeah. Thank and you. here's a realistic sound of a kangaroo call. That was a kangaroo call. I hate this. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Welcome to an Australian Christmas, Mr. I'm, I'm your host, Sandy, and with me, my co-host, Logan, and very special guest, Matt. <laughs> It's good. thank you for having me. It's Shout out to, to everyone from Matt's work. I'm usually never on this podcast. <laughs> They're it's obviously good to be same. here as a guest. Yeah, it's it's been a while, Matt, since we've had you on the show. Yeah. How do you feel coming back on the Quizacast? I, I feel I'm I feel like my odds are pretty good. My my chances odds of, of what? I'm sorry. Of, what do you think this show is, Matt? <laughs> this is a game show, is it not? It is now. Here's <laughs> Space Mountain, our theme song. <laughs> Followed by the sound of a realistic kangaroo. <laughs> this is turning out great. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Space Mountain Kangaroos, the only podcast with Space Mountain and realistic kangaroos. With our special guest Matt. Matt, how's how's your week been? Tell us, tell us, tell us. And by week, we mean past life. like two months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, since we've recorded one of these. 
Uh, my week's been good. This this week has been relatively uneventful, and also <laughs> it just started. That's exactly what we he- want to hear on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I went to work, uh, and then I came home. And what did you have for breakfast, and... Matt? Please outline it step by step what you made and how. This it is tasted. all part of the game show. We're going to give you points based on this. <laughs> points based on how exciting my life no specifically your breakfast not yeah and it's not how exciting it's based on a bunch of uh labyrinthine and unknowable metrics that you'll never be able to understand yeah it's a lot like quantum quantum mechanics like we don't know them either but we'll claim we know them although sometimes it's based on the show quantum leap as well i was gonna say the whole bunch of unknowables it's like mario party the game slash video game quantum leap logan both wow this is a comedy and video gaming exclusive (laughs) was it yeah i think so i heard it was bad Anyways, uh, yeah. tell me about your breakfast, Matt. <laughs> I also didn't hear good Merry things about Christmas. it. Merry Christmas. I was in a hurry to get out the door this morning, so I had just eggs. And survey says? Uh, that's an acceptable answer. Thank you very much, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> eggs is a, a thing that people eat in the morning, so yeah, I feel qualified in my How'd you have your eggs? Scrambled. Did oh. he say that when he made it? I wasn't listening. It, that's a little lazy. I think we're going to dock points for that, but okay. I'm uh, it depends on how creamy for, the scramble for... was. Did you go to the Gordon Ramsay route or just a regular 5.30 a.m. breakfast at a Holiday Inn route? I definitely try the Gordon Ramsay route. Hmm. I don't go all the way with it. Like, I don't have a pot okay. for the eggs, but I, do. But I like, cook it slow and try, stir it a lot. Try adding more butter next time and using chopsticks. It'll make them better. Bam. Okay. Here's a clip of Gordon Ramsay saying the word olive oil. I'm not putting that in. <laughs> and that, that was only the three legal seconds we can, we can share he on this show. He says olive oil very slowly. It takes him a full three seconds to say it. Even if, if he doesn't, olive if it takes oil. one second, we're going to Paul stretch the audio. <laughs> Think, so it takes three seconds. That's right. I think straight. your mic is falling through the, the pop filter because I heard it rattling. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's right. some rattling. There's some rattling. Yeah. I just want to make sure that, you know, a horrible catastrophe doesn't happen in the middle of our game show. Matt, you you, you did not know this, and we, I appreciate you for, for pointing this out, but you do get extra points for that po- for that observation. <laughs> you are you are in the lead from any of our other guests. Shakes every time. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have a nightmare editing this <laughs> Well, you asked for it, Matt. This is the game show of all game shows. This is the only game show that is only a podcast and I'm not just, a TV I'm show. You have to cut out half this episode. There are many game shows on podcasts, Sandy. Get it together. I'm not aware of them, so they don't exist. Let's move on to the next wait, question. Wait, wait, Don't tell me that you don't know about the game shows that are podcasts. No one gets that joke because it's a podcast game show joke, and I feel upset. I'm sorry. What the fuck did I just tell you, Logan? I don't know about any game shows that are podcasts. Next question. What did you have for lunch? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm done with this bit. Okay. (laughs) This bit is over. (laughs) It was fun while it lasted. It was a great bit. I think it's one of the best bits. Uh, It's definitely one of the best of Quizacast. It's definitely in that playlist. Not a high bar. Not a high bar. Uh, Yeah. No. We're funny, dude. Well, now that you've said that, you've, you've immediately, you've, you've cut our potential funniness in half. Yeah, yeah. And our audi- half of our audience has now left, so goodbye, Moloch. Well, fuck them. <laughs> hey, we're funny. That's why we're doing the podcast and you're listening to it, okay? If you're listening to this, you're listening to the podcast. Come you're, on. You're obviously not listening to it for informed video game discussion. Mm-hmm. And also, video games. What about them? One just came out that seems to be making the news. Below? Yeah. 
How'd you know? How'd you know that was that was the one I was <laughs> thinking? Was, of? was it actually the one you were thinking? No, fuck no! I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> you had me for a second. So I was like, "There's there's a bunch. It's it's Christmas time, everybody, uh, and this is when all the video games are out and about, having their good times. Uh, it's the worst time to be a video game, and it's the best time to be a gamer. I am uh, a gamist. I must admit, you're a gamist. I, I am. I've been known to game time to time. Are you a certified okay. gamist? Uh, that the jury's out. I think my application's still in process, but I will mm-hmm. receive it soon. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did this exact. Bit I feel like we've done the this first bit episode. Before. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah. Do it in the first episode. I think this is how we led into the the, the Halo, first the Halo discussion. The first, the first episode, episode. Yeah, which yeah. is episode twenty five. <laughs> <Of course>. Yeah, <laughs> naturally. And then that's how. And then the Halo talk is how we then started. We, we went from that to the rest of E three. Never been a better time to be exactly. A gamer. And all right. Then all need, those things happened, and now we're here. Yeah, this yeah. is this is the throwback cast. Quite we're just gonna from the bottom. Yeah, we really need to move on Start. because we're just reusing jokes now. <laughs> okay, not below. a lot of content in this podcast. Below, that's a game that came out. Look, what'd you think of it? It's great. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to maybe elaborate? I'm glad. I'm glad for that the audience you, here. So you've played it and have things to say about it. I'm happy. I do because yes. I've heard about it. Yes. and still have not. Like actually, yeah. I'll I'll I'll, I'll I'll talk about below for a hot minute or two. Uh, I mean, or it's Christmas, minutes. so it's a cold, cinnamony cider minute. Well, no. Well, the cider's cider. hot. The cider's hot, but it's cold outside. Baby. My body's cold. It's cold baby. outside. There's a baby in the cider. <laughs> <laughs> baby cider. Baby cinnamon cider. Delicious. Love it. Pour some eggnog on my nipples. Here we go. Baby cider um, insider edition. A baby. So talk about Below <laughs> for, for the legal minute that you're allowed to yes, talk about. Uh, yeah. So Below is a game uh, made by a Canadian game studio, I believe. Uh, Cappy Games. Um, they, they've been making this game for a while. They announced it like five years ago. And when they announced it, it looked really cool. Very atmospheric trailer of like a little, little duder uh, going up to a big, tall door on an island. Seemed cool. Called Below. You're mm-hmm. like, that sounds like a dungeon. Turns out it is. Um, but yeah, it kind of released in a weird way. They announced they had not announced anything about it for a very long time, like like probably a year or something. And then a week before it came out, they're like, "It's coming out next week," and no fanfare, just a launch trailer saying hey, it'll be on Steam in a weekend, Xbox for free on their Game Pass thing. Uh, that was worrying to me because I was like, "Oh no, this game has been developed for five years," and then they do little fanfare. They don't send out any advanced copies to reviewers, and they just kind of made it kind of like oh we're just gonna release this game and hope nobody talks about it uh which is unfortunate i think does the game a disservice because the game is a a really interesting take on like mixing a roguelike with dark souls um it it brands itself as a roguelike but it really isn't uh the game is a a straight up and up dungeon crawler you're on an island there's just one big dungeon that goes down uh and it has an incredibly steep learning curve that's very low like it's more of a cliff that that occurs at a certain point where the game's very easy up until a certain point in the game when it becomes very very difficult and it begins like punishing the player in ways that is that are not exactly like they feel like missteps Hmm. it's unfortunate because the the game visually is stunning like it, it does this uh, it has this wonderful art style where you're you're a very small character in a very large screen and it uses an orthographic projected camera to make everything kind of look flattened um, oh. and they use kind of a flat 
like uh, low poly art style on like most of the world. But the thing that's really striking is one, that orthographic camera thing, and then also what they do with like camera effects. So they have a uh, like a chromatic aberration effect around the edge of the screen. Uh, so it's like a blurred out edge of focus type deal, yeah. except for around where your character's at. Right. Uh, and they have that on top of like a fog system. So there's a fog system on every new floor of the dungeon you go into or every new room of the dungeon you go into. And not only is the rest of the dungeon obscured by this blurry effect, it's also covered in fog. And once you disperse the fog, that blur stays there when you leave the area. So mm -hmm. it still is kind of hard to see. Hmm. Uh, and it creates this incredibly claustrophobic sense in the game. Because on top of all of this, like light is an incredibly valuable resource in this game. And there's a bunch of floors within the game that are just like pitch black dark. Uh, and they have some really cool ways of playing with light and playing with that kind of claustrophobic like suffocating feeling of things coming in around you. This immediately sounds up my alley. Oh yeah, you're gonna love it. Honestly, it's Based great. Based on the video um, that I made. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's honestly like aesthetically beautiful. Mechanically, it's it's great, except for like a few weird things in what seems. I haven't beaten the game, but uh, I'm I feel like I'm in the end game, and the end game makes some major missteps. It feels like uh, they just do a bunch of stuff that makes the game slow down to a crawl and the game is already glacially paced like the game takes so long to get going which is why currently it's sitting at pretty mixed reviews on steam like a lot of people are like i played this game for two hours and i'd like only got to the second floor of the dungeon right and they're like this game's garbage i'm refunding it uh and that's true the game takes forever to get going but it's all in service of kind of building this oppressive mood of the game and the way i've been describing it to people in like a short kind of pithy statement is that this game kind of distills the feeling of being in blight town in dark souls so in dark souls there's an area called blight town where you're deep underground and it and there's like no way for you to escape you have to push forward to continue on in the game uh and like like the way you get down there has a bunch of one-way falls that make it so you can't go back up uh, and this game is just kind of built around that idea mm -hmm. where the only way to continue is to keep going deeper. And almost every system in the game uh, kind of builds on top of that. Uh, there's like the last thing I'm going to say, because uh, I don't want to ramble on about this for too long. But uh, that feeling of being pressed forward is supported by like two really key design decisions that I really like. Uh, the first one is their hunger system. So when the game first starts out... Uh, Actually, these are kind of related. So the first is the hunger system, and the second is the instant death system. Um, so when you first start playing the game, I just sprinted everywhere because I was like, fuck yeah, I run fast, and the enemies were really easy on the first few floors. So I was just sprinting everywhere, having a great time, right? Uh, and then I got down to, I think it's like the second floor of the dungeon, uh, and I'm sprinting around, having a great time, still haven't died, gotten hit like once, maybe, took like no damage. I'm like, this is easy, I'm on top of the world. And I was looking, I saw there was a hunger system. I was like, this hunger system doesn't fucking matter because I'm, I'm just ripping through this fucking floor. And then I immediately step on a spike trap that instantly kills me, right? And it's like a brutal death too. It like comes out of nowhere because the game feels very cutesy, but 
after a little while you re- realize the game is incredibly dark um it's like it's limbo yeah <laughs> kind of like the spike trap like comes out of the ground and it like multiple impales your body as you like get lifted up off the ground and like blood spurts out and then when you come and find your body again you see the skeleton still hanging there with the spike trap still oh, tra- cool. triggered right um but uh right when that happened I stopped sprinting everywhere. It made the game way slower. I had to like be very careful everywhere I was going. Uh, they have a few other systems that support uh, that trap system, the instant death system, that allow you to kind of avoid those in- instant death traps if you're if you're perceptive or if you have certain items within the game. So it doesn't feel unfair. Yeah, it never. It doesn't. Nothing in the game feels unfair until what. I don't want to get into it, but the late game has a few things that feel a bit unfair, um, or maybe not unfair. Maybe just poorly considered from like a player's time perspective uh i think they took the wrong things from the idea of roguelikes and uh i don't know Mm. kind of kind of messed up some of the stuff that has to do with like grinding and beginning a new run but uh so by going slower and being more methodical suddenly the hunger system mattered because suddenly i was taking like two to three times as long to clear a floor and that meant that oh all of my food is running out and once you clear a floor of like all of its little creatures that you can hunt to kind of gather food to cook at the next campfire, you need to push for further because one, once you use a campfire, it dies and you can't use it again on that run. Uh, and two, the creatures run out. So you need to go deeper to find more creatures to create more food. So the game is always, always, always pushing you further and further down the dungeon, which is awesome. And the end game kind of throws it all out the window. Uh, which is unfortunate (laughs) like there's a bunch of things i love about the early and mid game of below and then the end game so far is feeling really rough and i've like looked up some stuff in the player base and a lot of the players that have dealt with this there's a big backlash against this end game bit and there's also a bunch of like people like no it's great all you have to do is like farm all these things for a long time buy these really expensive items from the one shop in the game and then like do all this other stuff every single run and then it's going to be easy i'm like it's not good yeah no that's <laughs> definitely yeah the the yeah taking from what is like the worst aspects of mm. yeah like the aspects of roguelikes that are not ai as as yeah i think what they what they were trying to get from roguelikes is the idea that like in a run of nethack or in a run of like adom or brogue like a run can take upwards of 20 hours right like they're long fucking games and when you die you lose everything but the thing that makes those first early hours interesting is that like they're very random like you have a chance of getting like the most powerful item in the game on the first floor of like most roguelikes even if it's like a minuscule chance uh in this game there's very little randomization many of the game's areas are the same every time and what little randomization there is gives very little room for getting like a strong run or getting like something that is like really helpful early on. It's more like, Oh, I got one more torch than I usually have, or I got a few more bandages uh, or Hey, a few more foxes spawned here so I can make another bowl of soup. Right. And none of that feels great from a player perspective. It feels great from a world perspective. Like, Oh man, you're scavenging. You feel like you're kind of on the cusp of dying. Right. And yeah. like really trying to survive which is like I said, cool in the mid to late ga- uh, mid to early game, right? But then when you get to the late game, it just becomes a slog. Yeah. I would actually even prefer it if the game didn't have as many shortcuts it has that go back up to the top. So currently, you get like you get shortcuts every like three floors down the dungeon, uh, and 
because of that, it feels like a better idea to just sprint to your corpse with like nothing and not bother looking for food or anything before going down just because it feels like a better use of your time. Right. Um, Mm. And just try and sprint all the way to the next like shortcut that you're bound to find. Um, But yeah, that's below. I'm even though I've talked a lot about how I think the end game is kind of rough. I really like the game. It's, it's phenomenally made, obviously made with a ton of care, incredibly polished, uh, although I've had like a few crashes, which were strange. I haven't had like a game crash on my me in years, but um, but God, man, this game looks beautiful and feels amazing. But also uh, soundtracks by Jim Guthrie, the guy who did uh, Sword and Sorcery. Oh, cool. Uh, so the soundtrack's amazing. Neat. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a bit of that over like the past week or so. Since it like just came out. But, Sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I caught, I caught wind of the game, but I haven't actually looked up any 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 videos or anything about it yeah i'd recommend not looking up too much about it because there's a bunch of like uh it totally nails the feeling of going deeper into a dungeon like and and discovering things that actually feel like discoveries like once you see where the dungeon goes it's really interesting and fun and and like kind of terrifying uh, and it does it all wordlessly too. It, it kind of nails the uh mm-hmm. the environmental storytelling thing. yeah that that immediately has me interested because yeah, as soon as you said Blighttown, a lot of people don't like Blighttown because it, it can feel a bit of it can feel like a bit of a slog to get through. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, yeah places where it's easy to mess up in Blighttown, and also the performance used to be terrible. But I I liked Blighttown a lot just for like that feeling of descending deeper. Yeah, just the general feel of of Blighttown was mm-hmm. I thought cool mm-hmm. and and interesting uh and we we talked about this on the on the last episode but i also uh like um and this this doesn't just apply to video games but really any medium especially video games like that deal with that idea of going deeper into something yeah. it's like constant descending mm-hmm. um yeah so i i immediately like i'm curious and and i'm yeah. probably gonna go check that out yeah it does a similar stylistic thing that like spec ops the line did where spec ops the line you're like constantly going down no matter what level you're doing uh which is like a really interesting stylistic choice below does a similar thing but instead you're almost constantly going from the top of the screen to the bottom of the screen it's like a really nice way of like translating that to a 2d game um that's yeah. cool uh, <laughs> yeah it's great it's it's something that i that i uh liked about uh subnautica as well that's actually i I was streaming some of it last weekend, uh, mm-hmm. just doing like I, I don't know, like they're putting out some DLC for it, at, well, and it was just free on the Epic Store, right? Or yeah, something. yeah, it was it was that plus I think they're planning to put out DLC next year, as right. far as I know, the Ice World thing. Yeah, the yeah. Arctic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I was like, yeah, let's go back and like replay some Subnautica, but I'll I'll do a permadeath run. Mm. It's a, it, I'm doing a permadeath run, but I'm also making a, ch- a challenge run where I have to scan every creature in the game. Uh, so it's permadeath, but I have to put myself in harm's way, mm-hmm. which should be interesting. Can you scan a dead creature? No, it has to be Garbage. alive. Uh, which I mean is fine because the most dangerous creatures in the game are hard to kill anyway. Okay. So it's not like it would really make it easier to do that. Right, and Subnautica is like mainly downplays combat, right? Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Like you can technically kill everything in the game, but the game it gives you a Video certain game. <laughs> technically. <laughs> it gives you like you only you basically have no weapons and and the yeah. game is designed in such a way where it seems like you weren't ever intended mm-hmm. to combat some of these bigger threats in the game. Mm-hmm. You use the survival knife for 
collecting some resources and for killing small fish to eat. Mm. Uh, mm. You can use it against big fish, but the game really does not expect you to. Right. Uh, which is why it gives them the game gives those creatures a massive pool of health uh, and makes your knife almost useless against them. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so that's that's been fun, and that's yeah. Subnautica, another thing it does well is um, both to move further up the tech tree in that game, and also to progress the story. You are forced to go deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. this dangerous ocean, uh, which was something I, I liked as well because. Yeah, if if you were looking at the story from a like the perspective of okay, what if I was stranded on this island or on this ocean planet? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just stay like near the surface in the safe shallows. Mm-hmm. Why would I go deeper where the the dangerous fish are? Mm-hmm. Um, and the game's answer to that is uh, this is only a minor spoiler because this happens fairly early in the game. Mm-hmm. But your character is infected by this foreign bacteria that lives on this ocean planet, right? And the only way to like. There's no, no known cure for it, but there um, was there was research done by some survivors who were previously on this planet, mm-hmm. um, and basically the way that you have to like dig up more about this possible cure and the way that you progress without giving too much away um, is you have to go deeper into yeah. the ocean. Wait, to find can it. you like die from the infection? No, garbage. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that though because it it like kind of progresses in stages and yeah. each stage of your infection is kind of uh, introduced with like this short cut scene of, of right, your yeah. symptoms getting worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's really, Damn. it makes me sad. It just reminds me of like far cry two when you had malaria. And I was like, <laughs> so fucking good. I love that. I'm like, sweet. Another game did malaria and they didn't. And I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually picked up far cry two for like five bucks. Great not game. Too long ago. It's yeah. A great game. You should stream that. That's a great game to stream. Honestly, it's yeah. phenomenal. You're going to hate it. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it seems it seems like an interesting game to stream. because it, It's it, so good. It looks like a game... Like, I, I love the... I mean, like, every single game design course that you take that, yeah. that talks about... Um, diegetic design yeah always references far cry 2 yeah. with the compass and the yeah. map that's not even the best parts of it honestly it, like far cry that, that stuff always seemed interesting oh absolutely to me, at least. i mean far cry does a bunch of things that games didn't do and still don't do right <laughs> like it, it's just like they were they were like okay fast travel system all right what's it gonna be like well we're in a third world country and they're like all right uh how about just their bad bus system and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Let's make the fucking fast travel system a really badly supported bus network. And it's like fucking great. It's just that game like really nails the feeling of just being in a place that it sucks. Yeah, it's like <laughs> your person doesn't want to be there. You have malaria. Everybody's trying to kill you. It sucks. It's everything's on fire. And like it sounds rad. Everyone is like a robot that can shoot you in the head from a mile away. I love this game now. It's so good. <laughs> Fuck, it's hilarious. I love it. But like there's and the thing is, is that it, it does some things that there's a podcast I really love called Idle Thumbs, uh, which has a bunch of the people from Campo Santo, the guys who made Firewatch. It's uh, a good podcast. On it. It's a great podcast. Uh, they back you up on that. They wax poetic about Far Cry age <laughs> for hours and hours and hours. They love Far Cry 2 so much. Uh, but there is one thing that they brought up when Breath of the Wild came out that I loved. And they're like, a thing that comes, a thing that happens in Far Cry 2 is like grenades are affected by physics. This is thing that like wasn't really in games very often before, at least not to the extent that Far Cry was in that you threw a grenade and it would roll down a hill 
and almost always you throw a grenade up a hill and it would roll down the hill yeah. back to you and you would get killed by your own grenade and they're like and in breath of the wild they're like they have a little bit of Far Cry 2 here because you can choose between <laughs> cube or circle bombs, right? Knowing that the circle bomb will ruin you. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Smart. That's good. I don't even think Arma does that, to be honest. Well, I haven't played a ton of Arma, but from what I played, whenever I threw a grenade, it would generally go the place where I threw mm-hmm. it, even mm-hmm. if I was on a hill. Well, yeah, and like games like uh, Halo and uh, other games with grenades usually made their grenades really sticky. Like, even if they would say, like, regular yeah, grenades yeah. and Halo would bounce, like, if they went up a hill, they would usually, like, just sit on the hill and wouldn't bounce a lot. They would have a, enough momentum exactly. that they yeah. wouldn't roll back down. But in, in Far Cry, it's just, like, they're just covered in grease. <laughs> well, don't don't the, the Halo grenades stick to So there's two types of grenades well? in, in Halo. Halo. So, like, the sticky grenades, yeah, they just stick. But there's the regular grenades, and they bounce and roll and stuff. Okay. But they don't roll as much as in Far Cry, hmm. uh, or at least Far Cry 2. Because, um, yeah, that was the kind of disappointing thing about Far Cry 3 and every Far Cry since uh was it it kind of the game moved away from being this like personal hell for the player into a <laughs> personal playground for the player right where they're like you have a yeah. wingsuit now or whatever like a hang glider or like and you can you, capture uh, the world move, moving away from the bennett yeah. foddy yeah. school of game design yeah. well that's the, yeah. yeah that's another reason i love bennett foddy's games but uh and oh yeah far cry is just like it not really any spoiler the story is just dismal it's like the <laughs> most depressing story ever and it just is awful man you're really selling this it's game so <laughs> good fuck and it like and it, it culminates in like a final mission that's like really really excellent uh and it has like a weird companion system in it that like kind of works but also perfectly encapsulates what it's like to have uh like bounty hunter companions in a mm. war-torn country where everyone's a contractor like a lot of them will just leave you for dead and don't give a shit about you and they can just die and then they disappear forever that's interesting <laughs> it's, it's great yeah um but yeah so are we just going to become the Idle Thumbs podcast? We're now every episode from here on out we, we reference Far Cry. We 2. reference Far Cry no, too. No, instead we reference Halo and being never a better time to be a gamer. No, right? yeah, <laughs> and Sandy hating video games. <laughs> hey, that's why. That's why I put the Venn diagram up. Exactly, art and garbage. Art and garbage, and video games are between the two. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory is an indie game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so is MGS Five. So is MGS. My favorite yeah. indie game now. It's a great indie game. New yeah. favorite. New, new favorite. Game. Did you did you play any? Have you gotten a chance to play more now that the semester's done? Here's what I did. I did not progress more in the story. I just played the missions I'd already done, which is like the first two. Because <laughs> I I just want to like because I've been so used to playing Hitman. Mm. I'm like, let me just fucking get this map in the back of my hand and just go for it you know so like i was at like a c before Mm. uh because i fucked around so much Mm. but then like after not playing it for months i came back in i did the first mission and like the first run i got an s nice right so i was like i got in killed the guy got out that's that's all i did and no alerts no anything full stealth obviously go at night nvg with the sound that splinter cell also had I'm gonna miss Splinter Cell. Make another one, please. Um, I think they made one that was bad. They made Blacklist around the same time as MGS5, but mm-hmm. it was obviously not as good as MGS5. But now that Metal Gear is not a thing, I mean, there's that zombie game. Now that Metal Gear Solid is not a thing, <laughs> I mean, my point is still that zombie stands. Game. <laughs> That's Metal Gear Survive. Fair. 
I don't, I don't care about Metal Gear Survive Brothers. or Revengeance. That's true. Snake, Snake is in Smash Matt. Brothers. Yeah. 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 But if I, if I were to play Smash Brothers, which I don't, and I don't know, I actually don't know how to play Smash Brothers, I would pick Simon Belmont, if anyone. Dude, yeah. He's, he's, he's fun. He's yeah. fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm maining Pac-Man. Oh, okay. Which is hilarious. People online really don't like it when they lose to Pac-Man, which never happens. Because <laughs> I'm very bad at Smash Brothers. <laughs> my, my favorite part about Simon is that you can whip diagonally like mm. you could in Super Castlevania. Right. Which I really appreciate. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. And his axe is bullshit. Oh, it's great. Fucking <laughs> oh, it's so good. Fucking thing. Anyways, welcome to Smash Cast. Smash uh, is the game Ultimate. that everyone is talking about. The, the gang's all here. Uh, yep. Pac Man Forever. Uh, I'm going to throw melons at you all day. Who do you main, Matt? Uh, I've been kind of going back and forth between Simon slash Richter and been playing a little bit of Captain Falcon. Mm. Captain Falcon used to be my go-to. What's your in, color? In melee. My color. Uh, I don't know. I don't really bother unless You're it's fucking useless. Unless Piece unless it's shit. one of the, one of the characters that no. the color actually changes, changes the model, the model yeah. and, and more of their appearance. Then I'm like, yeah, let's let's do Dude, some of pink this. Captain Falcon all the way. He looks fabulous. That's it's true. Amazing. That it's is actually that amazing. is a good skin. Mm-hmm. You're right. Can you Vogue in Smash Brothers? You kind of can. <laughs> and especially <laughs> Captain Falcon. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Captain Falcon has basically Vogue moves. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or King DDD has, has like his lay down looking sexy. Oh, oh and actually, yeah. you know what? Bayonetta kind of Vogue's as well. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a given. Yeah. Like her, her crouch is basically like a lounging sexy pose. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah, it's great. She's also one where the change in the color changes her model as well, which is cool. Does she become like short hair Bayonetta? Yep. Short right. hair and long hair Bayonetta. And she right. puts on like completely different out- outfits. Mm. It's really, really well done. I love all the detail they put into the game. I love- Although Pac-Man, bullshit, his color doesn't change. He just changed the color of his boots. Fucking garbage. <laughs> I yeah. want it to be a blue or an orange Pac-Man. He's the I iconic yellow. Yeah. Garbage. Cap- Capcom so- was explicit. Fuck Capcom, man. Only, our, our character can only be yellow. These are his brand colors. And he only has like one color that's like not just a straight color on his boots. It's like mm-hmm. a fucking plaid. And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck this shit, man. Garbage. Garbage, mm-hmm. garbage, garbage. Although Ridley is, you can maybe be like a yellow Ridley and it's mm-hmm. awesome. I love that. I, I love, I was going to say, I love all the detail they put into. God, this is, this is real precarious. <laughs> Here, I'll just hold it. Oh yeah, that's definitely not going to cause more noise. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> Matt Matt smiled and shook his head. <laughs> Very stoic. I'm dying on the inside right now. <laughs> it's not gonna make noise. Like, listen to it. Yeah, because you're not moving. <laughs> I'm, I won't. He's move. never gonna move. He's never gonna move again. Just He's stoically fine. pose like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Matt, you're saying something about the detail that you like in Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but now I don't like it I anymore. Was. Man, if we're gonna keep recording these, we I need to change this setup. Like, I need to make it. What so you need to do less of this happening. What you need to Would do is like not break the shit breaks. I give you. What? If what you need to do is not break the shit I give you. It broke itself. <laughs> yeah, just like the budget balance itself. Thanks, Justin Trudeau. You know, Fuck. you know that episode of SpongeBob where where SpongeBob is is making these beautiful mar- marble sculptures. At one point, he just taps it once, and the whole thing breaks apart yeah except this is not a beautiful sculpture i i oh you're squidward i'm I, sorry you're squidward I, squidward breaks yeah, sculpture. I, I tapped it this this metal bit <laughs> that was supposed to secure the mic to the stand so speaking of bit i've had enough of this one let's go back to smash talk it's not a bit 
it's real a bit. talk. That was real talk. Well, I tapped it I in and my was friends tearing each other apart over a mic stand. Cheap, cheap <laughs> quality cheap. mic stand. Excuse me? Cheap quality mic stand. Do you want to fucking go? Audio okay. fight. <laughs> yeah. As I was saying, uh, I, smash. I, I smash. smash. I, I love all the detail they put into. And Smash has kind of always been like this. But especially with some of the new characters, King K. Rule is the first one that comes to mind. Mm. The detail they put into the character animations and movesets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Especially King K. Rule's moveset, mm-hmm. how every single one of his special bees is lifted from one of the Donkey yeah. Kong Country games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's it and King K. Rule is just like an excellent new character. I love it. And there's He's a bunch a lot of, of fun. There's a bunch of like weird little things with it. Like I found out if you pocket his crown with like Isabel, it's just gone. He just never gets it back unless you throw it back at him using his her pocket ability again, which is amazing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, and uh, yeah, like oh, and also Isabel's great. I think Isabel's yeah, an awesome. She's a, she's a fun character, super as fun well. character. Yeah, um, their fishing rods a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I found that like the World of Lights, like I'm super not into it, which was surprising to me. I thought I'd be into their single player mode, but. I've just been playing classic mode, like if I want to play single player. Yeah, I, I haven't had a lot of time to, like I've played a bit of Smash, but it's mostly just been multiplayer with friends. I haven't mm-hmm. had much time to delve into the spirits mode, but I've heard really good things about it. So, yeah, I, I, people are saying good things about it. I couldn't really get into it. Uh, although I've been playing with my girlfriend a lot and I found out that my girlfriend's like way better at Smash than me. So I'm just <laughs> like getting my ass handed to me by, by my girlfriend constantly. And uh, it sucks, like I get better at Pac-Man. <laughs> so you, are y'all playing with the pro controller or the gamecube controller i'm actually playing with the pro controller because i'm mm. not one for switch uh and yeah fuck the joy cons suck for it actually yeah i was surprised that's at how bad they are um i i've i've been okay with them they're not as good as the gamecube controller obviously but i i've tolerated them i, I can't I even they're fine i can't even play super mario odyssey with the joy cons it's just like the two together normal no i can't it's too small yeah they're pretty small i can't get used to it at all big stupid 10 pound hands i think i think they're fine i mean we're we're talking like in the grip like like yeah even in the grip even in the grip yeah yeah. for smash Bros. specifically it constantly misreads my inputs like Mm -hmm. i like and it sucks and i sound like like a smash crazy person i was like i was trying to do my error but it did a forward error and now i'm now i'm dead and it's that it's the controller's fault (laughs) but it never happens with the pro controller i I found that the joy cons yeah i'll I'll pick up a pro controller at some point just because i've wanted one anyway Mm -hmm. they're nice they're it's a really nice controller honestly yeah the the face buttons are a bit too big but you know it's a minor it's the xbox layout right uh yeah it's the xbox layout. with the joy uh, yeah but joy the buttons stick. are just like gigantic oh, okay just huge dumb ass buttons uh <laughs> which is hilarious <laughs> we can lay it down on a table and use it as a fight stick yeah pretty much oh, it's basically true. the xbox yeah. adaptive controller but just, <laughs> just on a single gamepad but not accessible <laughs> yeah, not accessible <laughs> it's big. it's half accessible which is like what is it doing really yeah, yeah exactly. it's not appealing to either yeah, yeah, yeah it's stuck yeah. in this awkward position in the middle yeah but man it's charge lasts so long i didn't play switch for like four months and it was still charged when i picked it back up yeah that's, that's the I, one good thing about nintendo consoles yeah, it's crazy also it's love that it's somewhat tra- it's like translucent yeah i love it bring it back bring it back bring it back it's it's Wanna so see nice. all those circuit boards please <laughs> uh, sony put out a anniversary edition of the ps4 yeah uh, mm-hmm. that kind of had that as well mm-hmm. It looked, it I think it was blue subtle. translucent. I think yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It, it, it looked kind of it's all right. The, the only thing that kind of sucked about it is like you couldn't see a whole lot on the top, and then the mm. bottom was just mainly like instead of seeing a bunch of circuitry, you just saw like 
the hard drive and like mm. it was mostly just a solid mm. yeah piece of equipment underneath yeah it's mm. not like a hand-wired amplifier that marshall makes or something yeah know? yeah <laughs> yeah or even like you know the game boy the translucent yeah game boy it's like with yeah, like actual some, transistors in and yeah there were like some interesting things to see in there i yeah. just realized no, nintendo's definitely gonna release like a game boy classic of it hmm just so like the game boy <laughs> I, yeah, but, I, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a Game Boy, but with like twenty five of the Game Boy's best games on it, and, and it won't take take cartridges. For yeah, it reason. won't take. Of course yeah. not. You fucking crazy <laughs> <person>. <laughs> <laughs> like an insane thing. I'm sorry, I'm it. just learning my ropes around business thinking. <laughs> it's 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 hard. It's hard being a dick. Yeah. yeah, I still have my Game Boy. So why would I? I found it when when I moved, and yeah, it's it still works. I played this weird game called like, was it Iron Bowl? It's like a crappy battle tanks it's <laughs> great i played it it has a bitchin soundtrack it's great uh, also play, also found a game i had called warlock uh and it was like an rts on the game boy color and it sucked it was just terrible it was like controlling an warlock. rts and yeah and though when you first started up the game there was like this mitified voice yes. that would say like warlock Yes. Oh no, it was warlocked. <laughs> like you were warlocked, but it's like you're locked in war. Get it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's what I wanted oh. to hear. Oh god. And it had a translucent cartridge, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. That's good. I had I had WarioWare Twisted uh, oh, for the fun. Game Boy, and that I, was a fun game. I've never played a WarioWare game, and I feel like I'm missing. Oh, they're so good. And I, I well, technically, I played the WarioWare stage in Smash Brothers, which is pretty much a WarioWare game because it's got so many with, little with mini like games. Five micro games, <laughs> yeah. In it. It's and enough, then, the, and then there's the me. weird one that they added. I guess, I guess they added it in Smash Four, which I didn't own, but the one that's just called a Gamer, where you're you're on a table and wait, like, what? Yeah, like. Have you not played this stage? No, wait. What? So, so it's one of those stages where everybody's miniature and you're on this table in somebody's living room with a bunch of like Oh, and your mom comes blocks. in and yells yeah, at you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this WarioWare-looking mother presumably keeps walking into the, into the room and like her like a beams of light come from her eyes and will hit like a specific section of the surface of the table and you have to not be in that section Otherwise, she freaks out and you get stunned and take that damage. That has to be part of some weird game. Yeah, like it's. Like I that. assume it's from WarioWare, but not from any WarioWare game that I've played. So. Oh, and also speaking of Game Boy, minor spoilers for people who are listening to the podcast. There's a huge leak about the new Smash Bros. characters coming out. Oh, uh, really? That seems pretty legit. Uh, and one of the characters leaked, which I really hope it's true, uh, is Isaac from Golden Sun. Oh. Which is cool as shit because I love that game on Game Boy Advance. I never uh, played it. It was a great RPG. Cool. Well, I mean, it was just an RPG on the Game Boy Advance that like wasn't terrible. I've heard of uh, it, and yeah. it, it was it was pretty much like a new generation's <laughs> Final Fantasy, like three or whatever. Okay, uh, but uh, it'll be cool if he's if he's in the game because there's like a mechanic in Golden Sun where you instead of like materia like Final Fantasy had, where you had like these orbs that you could give yourself different abilities with they had like genies or jinns uh without the eye uh and you had like four elemental genie jinns and you could then equip onto each character a different subset of jinns and that would change their job so if you equipped like all earth jinns you would be like a fighter if you equipped all fire jinns you'd be like a fire mage and all this and if you clicked all like water you'd be a healer but then you could do like two two and two uh, and you could do all these crazy combinations. And if they bring that to Smash, I'll be stoked. That'd be cool. It'll be really yeah. cool uh, to have, like, 
I don't know. I look at like Shulk. Shulk's able to like change his like focus or whatever yeah. in the game. If they can do something like that with Isaac, I'm, I'm on board. Um, that sounds interesting. Yeah, especially with how they're still able to make unique fighters after having a roster of 74. Yeah, like, that insane. is pretty crazy. Like, ah. <laughs> and I think a lot of it, like again, comes back to animation and and move set because mm. a lot of characters like share like like moves or abilities that fulfill a, a very similar, similar role yeah. or do mm. a very similar thing, but they're mm. just the presentation is is so different across the board, and mm. they're all like just different enough yeah and there's like there's definitely a bunch of game feel stuff there as well right like the feel of the weight and speed of a character are like huge parts of their identity yeah right like especially uh and i think the animations play into this a lot especially if you look at like king k rule with his sprint when he goes all down on all fours yeah but then combining that with his like his charging attack that gives him like super armor like playing king k rule is so much different than any other character because of just these little things that are part of the character's abilities right and like pac-man's side like because i'm playing pac-man a lot pac-man's like side special he like shoots out a dot and then like chases it uh which is like a lot of side specials where you just kind of go sideways but his one has special interactions like an opponent can parry the dot and then eat it themselves and gain health back. i did not know and it that. cancels his side b right that's uh, really it's cool. crazy there's wow. like a bunch of little things that make the game fe- and also if you shoot it out and it uh and you're falling while it's happening it'll actually angle and then he'll go up and if you hit the side of the stage you'll actually pop up and be able to like gain some air and hit someone who's above you that's so cool. like there's so much little and that's just in pac-man and he's not a like super techie character right i it's, might have to play pac-man it's, <laughs> yeah he's super fun i've like i've decided to start playing him just because i played him a few games and this guy's a fucking blast also he creates fire hydrants which is so much fun You're just hitting fire hydrants all day long super fun also that pac-man <laughs> stage is hilarious yes the, <laughs> the pac-man stage is also one. fucking great <laughs> Can we just play Smash after this? Do you want I'm to down play with playing a few games yeah. of Smash. Do you have enough con- controllers, or do you only have the? the Sadly, one? only have two sets of Joy Cons. So two sets of Joy Cons. So you have like the full two Joy Cons, or just two. So, Joy-Cons. so only two of us would be able to play with a full controller at a time. Or we could play all three of us with a side controller. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Which Sweet. would not. Which would. I'm on board with that. I did that with uh with Moloch and Moloch. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. They, I think I know who you're talking about. And they both kicked my ass. Uh, okay, I actually, sure. I think I do know the ones <laughs> you're talking about. <laughs> I almost said their names, and I was like, "No, it's it's always Moloch." Oh man. I mean, you, if you want, you could actually don't. Then I have to edit more things. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. say them, and then I'll cover them with Moloch. Oh, also, no, we done. already talked about this not on the podcast, but outside in real life. Like Tetris, tre- Tetris Effect came out. It's still real good. I play it occasionally. It looks it's really real cool. fun. Uh, also, Artifact came out, uh, the new card game from Valve. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, and I bought that. Uh, Is it good? Yes. Okay. It's it's a great card game. Fucking weird metagame. Because mm. uh, Artifact, they were like, hey, Magic the Gathering, that's a cool game. Uh, Hearthstone, fuck that game. Let's make it so that you can't earn cards for free. The game will not be free to play. You have to pay money to get more cards in the game. And you can sell all the cards that you get Mm. for real money. Or at least Steam money. So kind of like half real money. Right? So I was like, fuck. That sounds weird as shit. And of course, gamers backlashed hard. They're like, this game's pay to win. Pay to win. They got real mad. Real mad. I paid the $20 entrance fee, which gets you 10 packs and some two starter decks. 
I unpacked a card that was worth $25. $25. I sold it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I sold it immediately. And then, and then I was like, fuck yeah. I just got I got five dollar profit from this game, and then you didn't play the game. <laughs> no, and then and then I played draft. There's like there's a mode in the game where you just draft cards and make a deck, and then play that deck as many times as you can before losing twice. And if you win enough times, you actually get a pack for quote unquote free, right? And I just played draft over and over, and like played it a bunch on launch week when people didn't know how the game was played. Uh, and like won a few extra packs every single time I won a pack I sold every card in the pack just every single card would make like four or five dollars every pack and I just like That's made good. a profit in that game and then used that money to buy below but the game like Artifact I'm not going to get into it because it's really complicated but Artifact's a fucking great card game uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of cards in it right now because it just came out. But they, it, you play three card games at once. It's like playing Dota, but it's a card game. It's just as stressful. Um, it's in, it's actually because oh, right, it's based on Dota. Yeah, it it's not? based yeah, on yeah. Dota, and they were like, okay, let's actually take the entire complexity of Dota and try and turn it into a card game. So I'm just gonna list off how Artifact works really fast, and you'll see how complicated it is. You play three games at the same time, one for each lane. Uh, each lane gets a hero. Each hero can be one of four colors. You can only cast the color of spell that your hero in the lane is heroes are persistent if they die they come back in a later turn uh at at full health and you can reposition them to whatever lane you want heroes can also be upgraded by modification which is actually modifying their stats or with items which you buy in a shop at the end of each turn gold is gained through killing enemy heroes and enemy enemy creeps creeps are with one gold heroes are worth five there are also the shop the shop has three items in it. Each slot does a different thing. One's the secret shop, one's your deck of items that you brought on, and one is the consumable sl slot. They're randomized every turn. You can spend gold on any ones that you want. Those cards don't cost anything to play, but can only be cast on heroes or creeps if they're consumable. Uh, Heroes can also have activated abilities or activated items. Activated abilities and items also have cooldowns and they can only be targeted either on your own lane or on other lanes. Certain cards can be uh, used only in the lane that you're on, but also can be cast to other lanes. Improvements are a thing that can be put onto lanes that aren't creeps or heroes, but do something in the lane that you can either activate on a cooldown or happen every turn on one of the phases. Every turn has several phases that you have to go through, inclu including an upkeep, a damage, uh, like a damage and a playing phase. This happens three times until you go to the shop phase at the end of the turn, and then there's a deployment phase before the entire turn begins. This is like one quarter of the rules of artifact. Can you <laughs> cut the gaps out in between that? <laughs> if there were any, I don't know if there were. <laughs> Logan I, explaining it's, artifact, but it's, it's every other This second. isn't even touching, like, pierce damage, siege, all of the fucking keywords for cards. Like, all of this shit. Oh, and also, like, initiative and, like, all this other shit that's in the game. It is, by far, the most complicated card game I have ever played, and it's bonkers fun. That's <laughs> really cool. So dumb. I'm never gonna play it. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I don't recommend it, but as, like, someone who loves Magic the Gathering and, like, <laughs> really... And really, really likes... Stupidly complex game systems, especially one that's as balanced as this game is. Actually, uh, it, it has this like wonderful way of making almost every game come down to the last turn. Like the last, I mean, that's a dumb thing to say, but it really feels like if you, the player who won didn't do a very specific thing on the final turn, they were going to lose either the next lane or the next full turn. Right? Like every game feels incredibly close, which is a masterclass in game design. It's not a masterclass in game simplicity. <laughs> they really fucked it up on that bit. But it's designed by Richard Garfield, Garfield, the guy who originally made Magic the Gathering. So 
he's he likes making that complicated card games. Lot. Yeah, that explains it's so a, much. It, it could have just opened with that. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's I I have zero interest in this game, yeah. and I've I've never been interested in in Dota, but it yeah. is I do really appreciate and I think it's really cool that they were able to basically translate mm-hmm. all those mechanics and systems also if you wanted to, to play it card get into it now because it's fucking dying fast <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of a shame. it had like sixty thousand players when it first started and now two weeks later it's down to under ten thousand. good lord yeah it's it's insane how quickly the community one turned against it and then two just dropped it wow <laughs> just, just went fuck this back to dota <laughs> Uh, Valve oh, yeah. made a game, and this is what happened. Back this is to what happened. Dota Ultimate, or whatever it was called. Smash Bros. Ultimate? No, the one on the phone? There was one on the phone? No, that was Diablo. What Diablo, the fuck yeah, am I thinking yeah, yeah. of? That's Diablo Eternal. Oh, Eternal. Yeah, yeah, Was that the yeah. one that everybody threw a hissy fit Dude, about? Fuck that. I, yeah. I, yeah. Do you guys not have phones? I don't have I don't have games on my phone. That's what the guy said I'm, at the, on the mad, stage. I'm mad at the reaction to that. Like I was yeah. like, yeah, they're gonna make a phone game. Wait, is that what actually what he said? Yeah, yeah he, he did. Yeah, yeah everyone booed him on the stage, and he was like, "Do you guys not have phones?" And everyone well, booed him even help. harder. Yeah, they did not handle wow. it well, honestly. But uh, I mean, look at like, uh, granted, I think they could have handled it better. Like I look at I look at Bethesda, and they were like, "Guys, we're making a phone game." <laughs> it's like it's a phone Elder Scrolls, and everyone's like, "All right, it's phone Elder Scrolls." I was like, "Fuck yeah." <laughs> but, but everyone's like all right and then like right after it they were like by the way starfield and also elder scrolls 6 right they're like don't worry we're working on these things don't but, worry we're working on elder scrolls 6 here's a field here's a field and i just watched that trailer 80 times and didn't eat for a week because i had to watch that trailer <laughs> like that was just so good you i watched watch the 20 minute the theory time? video on that on this field <laughs> <laughs> did the thumbnail have a red circle with a big arrow pointing yes, to the red circle? Yes, it did. Yes, <laughs> nothing because it was pointing at the castle that was on the field. Yeah, and it's yeah. like this is High Rock. We've talked about this before. Again, mm-hmm. we're re- we're rehashing content. Yeah, from yeah. Episodes. Well, it's the end of the year. We're we're capping. Yeah, this is the recap off. episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Bethesda, though, what about that seventy six? Uh, I didn't Boy, buy it's it. Bad. You I know what I'm very okay. excited about though. Mandalore gaming. Uh, <laughs> Mandalore Gaming, Creel. I don't expect you to know who these people are. I know Mandalore. Who's Mandalore? Man- Mandalore. I don't know Mandalore. He, he is a, a maker of YouTube videos. Okay. Uh, he, he usually covers um, older games. Okay. Uh, and he's he's really good. He's a great mixture of informative and, and really genuinely funny. Anyway, mm-hmm. Mandalore, this other guy named Creel, who's pretty funny as well. And Joseph Anderson. The three of them, I think, are making a video on Fallout 76. Okay. Together? Together? Wow. Which I'm so i'm super excited about uh i don't know i think fallout 76 is like a weird game i think it's getting a lot of backlash because people like to give backlash to bethesda games to be fair though i don't think any of that backlash is is without warrant that game looks rough it does i mean i think it i think it's a bunch of i think it's that uh i don't know i feel for i feel for bethesda or at least the developers behind bethesda where like they're like ah we are going to make a multiplayer like open world game in our style right and i think it proved to be as difficult as that would seem to be yeah right and i'd say that the backlash that i'm seeing on this means that they're never going to try this again right like that's it's the same thing that happened with like uh, this isn't the same. Never mind. The comparison I was going to make if, wasn't if, fair. If they ever but. do, it's it's A, going to be a long time from now, and it's B, they're going to take a very different approach to marketing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, unfortunate because sure. I think that, like, 
a multiplayer version of their type of game could be really cool. Yeah. But because this first attempt really didn't pan out well and people are really hammering them for it, mm-hmm. it's it's just unfortunate for me as like a fan of their games. Like I haven't been a fan of Fallout 4 or really much of their recent stuff, but I'm such a, I'm, I still believe that they'll release a game that I like as much as I liked like Oblivion and Morrowind. Right. And I, I like Skyrim a lot, but like it, it's not on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm in a similar boat. I've been waiting for Bethesda to put out a, a game that mm-hmm. is is on the level of a uh, Skyrim or mm-hmm. I know they didn't. Make Although I'm looking Vegas, at like but... Obsidian now is probably going to fill that gap mm-hmm. like with their Outlands. Yeah. Oh, that looks so yeah. good. That looks yeah. like a cool game. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be like an Xbox exclusive probably because they just uh, got bought by Microsoft. Uh, so it'll be on PC, but my PC is never going to be able to run that fucking game. Uh, which makes me sad. Um, it looks it looks really, but yeah, it looks really excellent. Cool and and I think I'm probably gonna have to start looking to Obsidian's game. Well, I mean, I've already been looking to Obsidian's games for that type of experience. Some but. some people were were looking at the trailer for that and and kind of saying they were getting like Rick and Morty vibes from it. I was getting um, Douglas Adams. Yeah, definitely a lot of Douglas Adams. Uh, a lot of a lot of Douglas Adams mixed with like almost Bioshock. It feels like mm-hmm. or something like that. It'd be a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's it's pretty much, it's it's Fallout esque, like it's very very Fallout esque, uh, but more spacey instead of apocalypty. Um, apocalypty. Yeah. But I, I I look at New Vegas, which is my favorite three D Fallout game, and I'm like this the dialogue in in the gameplay that they've shown is so much like New Vegas, and I love that. Um, That's a good sign. So I I think Obsidian's probably going to do a great job with it plus i love the pillars of eternity games and they, they always knock it out of the park yeah. with those i, I hope uh, they kill it yeah yeah I, I, i'm pretty certain they will yeah another thing i'm super intrigued by now that you have brought up obsidian is that i believe um one of the head writers on who worked on new vegas uh is now working on the new uh dying light game oh really yeah oh that's I, cool I think he's I can't remember exactly who, but yeah, they they had mentioned that they had some some folks from Obsidian working on the story. That's cool because I've heard really good things about the Dying Light games, and you've talked about it before a little uh, bit. I, I, it's Dying Light is unfortunately one of those games where I started playing, got a couple hours in, was like, this game's really cool. I'm enjoying this so far, and then haven't gone back to. Yeah, I think that's most huge games nowadays, right? It's just, yeah, they're giant, and I don't have time to play them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked what I played though. I, I really liked the the unique twist they kind of put on the because when that game came out i think i kind of i didn't give it enough credit i was like this looks like another mm, zombie, it, zombie it was yeah. it was around that island and that wasn't a good game exactly <laughs> it, it, it came out around the time that all those other survival yeah. zombie games were coming out so it was like oh it's another one of those but really they what they do with like the parkour and and the day and night system and, and things like that the things around the the zombie setting are are really cool and yeah are, are really fun and have a lot more nuance than, than I expected. Mm-hmm. So I'll get back to that game eventually, he says, but maybe he won't because, God, there's way too many games. Yeah, over the past, like, that game Gris came out. seems really good. That seems um, cool, yeah. The art style looks gorgeous. Yeah, um, and people are saying it's a lot like Journey in, in, like, 
how it's presented and how it plays, which sounds really also cool. journeys coming to PC. Yeah, I won't buy it, but all right, <laughs> I'm excited because I never played. You Journey. never played it. I oh, never played Journey. I've heard all these amazing things about Journey, and now I get to finally experience it for myself. Excellent. It's really good. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah it's super. I've super never played good. it, but it's really good. <laughs> God, <laughs> dude, you should play it on your big fucking screen. No, it'd be fucking great. It it'd would be, look it'd gorgeous. Be super fun. Yeah. Um, do it in a desert, talking to other dudes in the desert. I'm all You don't set. talk, you're singing. Well, yeah. it's talk, they're talking. I mean, it's through the power of music. The great thing about the game is you can just you can ignore all those people. I did like Flower, feel. though. Well, then you'll love Journey. There's like no. the same fucking I don't want to be a dude. I want to be a pedal. Fair. <laughs> See? I mean, you kind of are a pedal in Journey as well. You always get me, Logan. I know. <laughs> tired of this i wouldn't never have the upper hand with you <laughs> i want i want the flower from flower and smash brothers how about we that'd get that so and, good that'd be good or Fuck. yeah that'd be so good yeah i mean they they announced joker from persona yeah which i'm very i'm one of the people who's very excited about. so yeah, and I then like the they games. did also announce at the game awards ultimate alliance for switch exclusively for switch Oh, really? A new Ultimate Alliance game? Wait, that's that, like, hack and slash? Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like... Uh, it's like Diablo, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, like Diablo. Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, like, way more MCU-focused, so it's fucking Thanos again. I don't care about Thanos anymore. Is Thanos the only bad guy in that entire universe? No, that's the I'm thing. Sure. MODOK, Galactus. There's so many good ones. MODOK? Yeah, I heard MODOK. <laughs> MODOK. MODOK. He's a, he's, a sh- he's a short but fat guy who's mostly face- who's very technological. He's like Brainiac from DC. Anyways, I'm a nerd, so... Um, anyways, given that... guy that, did not sound threatening at all. No, he's, he's short, like, fat face. Short, fat... <laughs> no, he, he looks short, hilarious. Short, fat face, he's technological. Bro, he's, Bro, he's a short, fat-faced IT guy. He looks hilarious. Cl- you need to look up a picture of MODOK after we're done with this. Okay, you can look it up right now. Okay, I'll... I'll, I'll oh, like, actually, okay. No, continue, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, mine's not related. I'll, I'll recommend it later. Don't worry. <laughs> so what I was going to say is like with the with the announcement of Joker and everything and Ultimate Alliance coming to Switch, mm. what's the next <laughs> character <laughs> they put? Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, I know this guy. Right? Yeah. I've seen this guy before. He's hilarious. Yeah. And I, Gala- I, I, Galactus I vaguely, is another one. I vaguely recognize I know Galactus. Him. Galactus is great. He's the planet eater, right? Or yeah, 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 yeah. That's scary. Yeah. This guy's a fucking gremlin. And this guy's a dope. Yeah, guy is he a big terrifying. bad? He's like a big bad He's a pretty universe? big bad. Fucking garbage. Another big bad is Fing Fang Foom. <laughs> which good. is a dragon. Oh, that's good. I'm into that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and he talks. Uh, well, yeah, he's a dragon. Yeah. yeah it's funny stuff. you said he's mostly face, and I just thought, oh, he's really fat. Like, he's got, like... No, he's literally mostly face. Literally mostly <laughs> that's face. That's adorable. When he said mostly face, I was like, I bet he's just the big And he's face. on a floating chair. Like, he, he doesn't... St- Walk, he oh, walks around. Good. I mean, look at his calves. He's throwing it. He can't he's walk got there. like the Oliver Tree bowl cut haircut. Oh my god, that's a good picture. Fuck. Yeah, it's great. <gasps> Anger farting shit. It's so yeah, good. I want that in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Mm, right? Mm, mm, That'd be great. Into that, yeah. Anyways, like what after Joker and the, the Switch Ultimate Alliance, what character do you think should come next to, oh, to Smash Brothers? To Smash Brothers? That's like completely left field for Nintendo. They would never put this in, but. Like, since the announcement of Joker, everything's kind of opened up. Call of Duty guy. <laughs> so funny. Just someone from Call of Duty. Like, a, guy, a dude that from Call of Duty. so great. Um, 
Doom guy know. seems to be a cool thing. Oh, that'd be funny. To win in Smash that'd be Brothers. really funny. Yeah. I feel like he might be a bit too edgy. His final though. Smash could be the BFG. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. I, I feel like you need to pick someone who's not like an edgelord. Like you can't put Kratos in there. You can't you can was, put dad Kratos actually, in there. I literally Maybe, had that thought. Like, and that would be fun. You could do some fun things with the Leviathan Axe. Yeah. You kind of like work that mechanic into his moves. But I feel like he just doesn't, like, I'd say Ridley is like the most grimdark character. You Like, I'm amazed they put Ridley in the game, mm. right? Because he's like terrifying. He's <laughs> like a yeah. big old fucking scary well, he's metal already dragon. The, he's already in the Metroid games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. those are games from published by Nintendo. So yeah, the, yeah. But the, it's like, I feel like you got to pick, you got to pick a character that fits the theme. Yeah. Smash, the thing about right? Kratos too is that he was in that uh, that terrible game playstation all-stars yes Battle Royale. i was thinking that same thing as well so What's i feel also like in soul caliber i want i want parappa the yeah, rapper i don't know soul caliber oh wait parappa the rapper was also in that fucking place yeah he was you know what i want guitaru man that's a japanese I, I don't even i don't even know what you were gonna say <laughs> anyways <laughs> we both our trains of thought collided yeah i was gonna respond to something you were gonna say but i don't know if you were gonna say it anyways i, w- I was playing god of war and and that thought literally popped into my head yeah though, was i wonder if kratos could work in smash Holy i wonder if they could make it happen. this is this is a bit i want i want the prince from katamari damasi oh yes that's what i want oh that'd be funny i want yes. the prince from katamari damasi that yeah. guy would fit so well mm. so fucking his, well his final smash is he rolls just, everyone into he rolls a ball. up the stage oh god that's even better fuck <laughs> dude yeah. his, his side b is he pops out the ball and anything any projectile that's thrown at it gets added to the ball and he can choose to put the ball away but then whenever he pulls it out it has all those projectiles yeah. on it and, you and can it, keep it just rolling. gets and the accumulated yeah, damage yeah yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah yeah oh and if someone's uh shit how could this work i'm trying to think of ways you could put characters onto the ball <laughs> i just want to be able to do that that would have to be part of this final it would have to be though. like you could roll it over items that were on the ground and it would pick up the items and get bigger mm. right and that'd be sick as hell um and as it get it gets bigger it gets slower yeah exactly that'd be a good yeah. trade-off like it yeah. becomes more powerful but then he moves more slowly as he's yeah. as it gets bigger like he it takes mm-hmm. more for him yeah. to move the ball hmm. okay so that's that's a good proposition there we go yeah yeah uh, what's another good character? So Nintendo has to pay us now, right? That's how this how this works. Yeah, I mean, we're basically <laughs> putting money on predictions for the next couple of DLCs. One of them leaked, which Logan already mentioned. Um, there are actually I, like all of them leaked. All of them, uh, yeah, leaked. yeah, yeah. Uh, one oh. of them, there's one from like a really obscure rhythm game called like Beat Station Five. I thought or you were gonna say a really obscure rhythm game called Rhythm Heaven. No, wait, there is one from Rhythm Heaven as well. I think no. the character from Rhythm Heaven no. is in it. Yeah, yeah. They did it. The reporter it. from Rhythm Heaven. I think it might be. Yeah. Wait, yeah, is that No, cuz there's another one from like the a space stupid guy who you but... kept having to feed dumplings. Yeah, that was one of them was a character from Rhythm Heaven is getting added to Smash. Nintendogs. Also, I think Banjo well, Banjo and Kazooie are getting added as well. Uh, oh yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, that's this was part of the leak. Mm. Um was Isaac Banjo and Kazooie the guy from Rhythm Heaven? The people from Space Station game, and then some other fucking person. It's a bit of bu- a bit of a bummer they got leaked because like it was really cool seeing. It was cool seeing everybody's reactions to the previous like character yeah, on like Bayless. Piranha Plant. <laughs> well, not that one. <laughs> no, Piranha Plant was great. I was like, fuck yeah, such a weird character. It was yeah, no, I I'm, I was definitely cool with it. I was like, yeah, yeah this is weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it looks unique. Weird yeah. flex, but okay. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. But yeah, like <laughs> watching people's reactions to and also my own reaction to Joker or uh, King K. Rule or yeah. or Ridley, any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah. and now you don't really get that. Now yeah, well, the leaked. the leak is still all 
also kind of iffy. Like it's well, assuming it's of, all true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you had, you had mentioned it seemed fairly legit. It seemed kind of legit. Like it's I don't know if it's faked. It's a pretty good fake. Um, but yeah, I don't know the especially with a game like Smash Brothers. This game's going to be out. People are going to be playing this game for years. Like they're already yeah. improving the online, which had some pretty glaring issues, and it already feels better. Um, and that That's like good. these big reveals aren't going to matter in the long run. Right, like all I all I care about is whether I get to play Isaac from Golden Sun or whether I get to play the weird person from Rhythm Heaven. <laughs> right, like that sounds like fun. Uh, so I'm really curious to now look up who they're adding from Rhythm Heaven because in the circles that I'm in on Twitter, mm. I've just been hearing a whole bunch of "Hey, add the Karate Kid, mm. add the Karate Kid from Rhythm Heaven, the one who Maybe. punches things." Yeah, I don't know. It's somewhat. Maybe it's just Rhythm Heaven, the character. <laughs> it just yeah, turns it, into it's this. it's the DS game box. <laughs> mm, so good. Yeah. That was a cool game. I that was God. That was a hard game to one hundred percent too. I never played Rhythm Heaven, so I never. Another good character it. would probably be Rayman. Rayman would be good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be great actually. Uh, but he's like not super defined as a character, right? Yeah. He's, he's just like. I don't know. Rayman was very much like early PlayStation era. We mm. need a quirky character who stands out. Yeah. There's very little personality there. Mm. And the new Rayman games have been great for platformers, but again, haven't really, I don't know. They don't. Yeah. There's not much unique to him. Yeah. He's just in like, terms of ability. He's just like a zany nineties character. Yeah. Um, Way yeah. cool. Way cool. Um, uh, yeah. So th- since the Marvel thing came out, I mean, Spider-Man could be in there. Spider-Man could be in there. I but Spider-Man to... is a Sony character, yeah. so he would not be in there. I would love it if, like, Shovel Knight was more than an assist trophy. Yeah, he should be a character. Or, you know, a quote from Cave Story would be cool, but he's now in that indie brawler game or something. Uh, mm. Like, there's a bunch of... Like, oh, fucking the Splunky guy. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, again... Oh, actually, so many of these are... There's, like, an independent game, Smash Brothers, coming out, and it has, like, Isaac from Binding of Isaac and, like, Shovel Knight in it and all these other characters. Mm. So I guess it would make sense that they're not in Smash Brothers. Yeah. It would be cool to be in Smash Brothers. I don't know. Or they just pull a fast one and put Waluigi in there. Just and there remove go. the give, assist trophy. Yeah. Give the people <laughs> no, keep the want. assist trophy in there. It would be amazing. You're Waluigi and you summon Waluigi, Waluigi into yeah. the world. Both would be funny. Yes. Wah. 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 I recently went back and, well, because... I mean, I'm not always able to. My, my job, I'm programming, so it's it's often hard to to listen to music or, mm. or have things on in the background. But the the few times where I've been able to do that, I've just been rewatching. Re- recently, finished rewatching all of the Giant Bomb Mario Party parties. <laughs> God, that <laughs> the first like five of those mm-hmm. are fantastic, so funny, and mm. then after that, like I start to like feel the misery. Like, it stops being funny and just starts being really sad. <laughs> I would agree, because I, I actually haven't really watched Past Five. Like, I've watched the highlight reels for Past Five, and that's, like, it. Five uh, is incredible. Is that the live one? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck, so good. So like, it, yeah. it is a wrestling match, yeah, it's essentially. So I love it when, like, the crowd starts chanting Drew. Yeah. <laughs> when, so they're, when they're on the Mr. Driller clone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fuck worst so Mr. Driller clone. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, that's so good. And then when Dan wins, everyone boos. Really is there going to be a new one? Yeah. Has a new one already been made for the new Mario Party? No, they the did. A, they did a Party? quick look, but it was just it was just Giant Bomb East who did the quick look. Right. So right. I assume they have to get Drew back for a yeah. Super Mario Party. Right. Once he's I back mean, for, in town, yeah, yeah. Super Mario Party Party. Yeah. yeah. See, I thought maybe because because they recently have have been doing all their Game of the Year stuff, and and everybody mm. that East is at 
West's headquarters right now, and they're right. doing oh yeah, the celebrations. Yeah, this is yeah. the perfect time to do it. I thought maybe maybe they're saving that Mario Party for, for the Christmas time. Yeah, shit. exactly. While oh, fuck, I might buy a subscription just to watch that. I'm excited for Hitsmas, where they play yeah. Hitman. Have you seen that? God, series? I want to. I, I recently bought Hitman One, mm-hmm. the new the new Hitman One. Yeah, uh, for PlayStation Four. God, I want to play it, and I just haven't gotten mm. to it. I've heard. I've watched like a lot of the clips of him just hucking fucking fire extinguishers at people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, it's it's probably not in the game anymore. I assume it's not in the game anymore. What? There was a bug on day one of, of the new hit. The suitcase. Game. The suitcase. Was it the suitcase? Yeah, it was the suitcase. What? I thought what it was the fire action. So it, it was. You throw the suitcase. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you tar- if you lock onto a target, it would definitely like 100 percent of the time hit the target. Yeah, yeah. It would not just measure the trajectory. Yeah. yeah. So they the some bug yeah. the speed of the suitcase was really slow so you could see it spinning very slowly <laughs> oh towards God. people and they went downstairs and would follow them downstairs <laughs> they went around corners it would follow them around corners it's so good <laughs> so, and then it's the yeah, guy, right it's did so they, funny did they fix that bug well, again, I don't know for sure. I kind of feel I like they should not fix God, that bug. Because yeah, that that's so part well. of the charm of Hitman, where it's God. such a fucking goofy game. <laughs> well, they, they would fix it if it... Because it seemed, like, overpowered that it could just follow people around right. corners like mm-hmm. that. Because you could throw it and then hide, and then no one would have seen you do the thing. It, it seemed guess, really easy right. to just chuck it, and then yeah. it would just follow them like a boomerang around yeah, the Yeah, if you learn the routine of an NPC, yeah, and, just, and just see that they go to a secluded corner and throw it, and then mm-hmm. beat them to the secluded corner, just sprint... Yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as they faint, you take their disguise. But I would equally be, I would be down for, yeah, keep for it. them to leave. Keep it, it and make it rarer to find. Holy shit, Hitman and Smash. Oh. That would be so good. That would be good. <laughs> oh my God. You could have a lot of fun designing that moveset. Holy yeah. shit. And It'd like, be really like, messed <laughs> up. You would see him no. like strangling fucking uh, Kirby. He's Kirby's Echo Fighter. He takes oh, their yes. abilities. <laughs> That's a, it. We've it's done a it. Giant hitman head. It's just a big old bald yeah. seven head with little arms. Yeah, yeah. Hitman <laughs> and Kirby are, are the same the character. Get on it. I was, I was thinking like you select him in the oh fighter menu, and then when you change his color, he just has different disguises where he looks like other characters, other fighters, but really poorly done. Yeah, like really done. Yeah, and he's always very serious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. Oh, and like there's taunts. Like it, the taunts depend on the character's disguise he's wearing, mm. but it's in Agent 47's voice. So he'd be like, if he's Wario, he'd be like, wow. <laughs> if he, if wow. he's Pikachu, he goes, Pika, Pikachu. 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 <laughs> Pikachu. Pika. <laughs> be good if he could also like have taunts where he like tries to blend in with what's happening on the yeah, stage. No, 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 this yeah. would be so much work. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that would be that would be his shield. Would be, his shield would be a closet appears and he hides in it. Yeah, I could just imagine <laughs> I mean, the like revealed trailer out. for Hitman. It would yeah. have to be the Paris level for Agent Hitman Forty Seven joins the battle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Agent Forty Seven hits it out of the park. Da, da, da. <laughs> Agent Forty Seven finds his mark or something. Yeah, <laughs> this, picks is, his this target. Is, this is good. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Hitman's great. Hit- Hitman and oh, just put Hitman on Switch. You know, mm, mm. honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be super fun. We should we should do our own hit mess. You, we, yeah, I want I've wanted to do it since I saw Giant Bomb do it. Yeah, and I love that game. Yeah, we should do hit mess, especially since I've never played the, the new. Hitmas. Yes, that's yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure. Something yeah, maybe out. it's not hit mess. Maybe it's you know, hit Moeen. 
or Easter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. Wait, what was your thing? Hitster? Halloween in July. Yeah. Halloween, July, July. No, there's too many. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Julyween. No, it doesn't work. No, it was good. I'm into it. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. ship it. Cool. Yeah, it's shipped. It's done. The podcast is live right now. <laughs> it's done. We've been live on we're Twitch live. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just minimize that window, and it's like we're streaming. Yeah. So we actually had a lot more to talk about than than I expected, but uh, I was going to say uh, the year's wrapping up. What were your some of your guys' favorite? Not just games, but just things generally that favorite hmm. things favorite pieces of of media or art that came out of Damn. this okay i was gonna say year. still a big fan of breathing real big fan mm. of that. yeah breathing's all right breathing's all right i do it from time i'm i've dabbled i've dabbled i've dabbled in breathing <laughs> <laughs> i've been known to you know what not all the time but i'll do it from time to time yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm like a social breather yeah social breather <laughs> I mean, I just find it's rude if someone offers and you just yeah, yeah, exactly. decline, yeah. you know? Yeah, I take two breaths and I pass it to the right. Yeah. Don't sleep on Barrio. <laughs> breathe, breathe, pass. Breathe, breathe, pass. Yeah. Yeah, so favorite pieces of media, Logan, go. Um, Borf. Um. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird because at least for, I don't know if you're if you're going to be the same, but for my choices, it's it's going to be a lot of games that we've already talked about at length on this podcast yeah i mean it like it's difficult because I, I don't know it's been a very busy year for me mm-hmm. uh so i actually haven't been able to play as many as many games as i usually play or even really engage in media in general yeah i've seen and, so few movies this year mm-hmm, and i've yeah. like read very few books and i've like not played a lot of games i've listened to a good amount of music but not a ton uh, there's been a bunch of really good albums that were released this year. Um, Idols, most recent albums, real great. I've talked about it before on the podcast. There's uh, a lot of good music this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also like Lauren's new EP that was released this year was really good. Um, but we got a new Death Grips this year. I still haven't listened to any Death Grips. We got to do that yeah, spinoff podcast where we listen to, where I listen to it and we talk about it. Yeah, um, we've, we've been... We've, but, we've uh, talked. Or uh, or we make a Christmas Death Grips album. Oh, there we go. Where uh, we just add the, the sleigh bells, sleigh bells. <laughs> to other songs. Also, yeah. I, think, I think Monster Hunter World came out this year. I love that yeah. game. And it was a great fucking game. And I'm really happy Monster, World, Monster Hunter right. became mainstream. Because it came out earlier in the year. And then you were super bummed because it wasn't going to come out for PC until way yeah, later. Yeah, so I bought a PS4 to play it. Yeah, right. Like, that, it's, yeah, all, so, it's all coming so back that's, to And honestly, that game was phenomenal. I'm really, I'm really excited that Monster Hunter has hit such a nerve here in the West now. Like that game series is so close to my heart. I love that fucking game series so much. Uh, and I think it has a lot of things that western game western game design principles are missing uh and they they did such a good job with bringing it over i'm excited for whatever this expansion the like ice world expansion they're bringing um bringing back one of my favorite monsters the narakuga uh he's cool um uh trying to think of like other other stuff but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been just a busy year, like professionally and personally for me. So uh, yeah, so yeah. not like this. That. This podcast has been great to be able to like talk about things. But uh, yeah, uh, how about you, Sandy? Uh, yeah. So much 
music that came out. I can't even pinpoint one thing that I liked. Uh, I can't. My memory only goes back like three weeks. Yeah, we should have prepared for this. I should have like I should yeah. have understood that this was the ha- the Christmas end of year as- episode that a yeah. list a listicle yeah. thing would. That's happen. my bad. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I didn't go with a Fuck. plan either. <laughs> Um, I have no idea. The thing is, I don't really like with games, especially mm. I'll just play a game that came out way earlier. Like I'll, I'll go to a game late is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have, I have no games of the year. I don't even know what games came out this year. Spider-Man came out and I still haven't played Spider-Man that. Spider-Man came out. God um, of War came out. God of War came out. Yeah. Uh, Red Dead 2 came out. I didn't even yeah, touch it. Those are the big <laughs> ones. Yeah. Um, I'll probably play that next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I'll probably get around to those next year, but I have a list. Yeah. Um, this just keeps growing. Yeah. And movies. You're just looking through your Steam library? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In terms of movies, I can't. What movies came out this year even? I can't even think of any. Well, I guess the like new I Avengers said. movie. I know that's not you know the peak yeah, of cinema, but that's okay. Yeah. It was a it was a good one of those films. Like I, the most movies I've watched recently are like the past week. I've actually watched two movies that are new. I watched this movie called Border, mm-hmm. uh, which was like a Swedish love crime drama uh, about okay. like a person with a facial disfigurement. That was excellent, really good, but it was just like not a big blockbuster. And then I watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is that Netflix thing done by mm. uh, the Coen brothers. Right. Really good. It's basically a book of short stories in film form. It's cool. Oh, none that of the, sounds cool. None of the stories relate to one another. It's just like, it's like seven or eight. It's like really long. It's like over two hours. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Each one has like a different kind of flavor to it. They all have like a bit of like Tarantino violence or Tarantino-esque violence in them. Uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, um, Coen Brothers are, are good at that. They're really good at making violence stand out. Mm, mm-hmm. I would I would say. Yeah, like I think about Burn After Reading, especially, and like Burn After Reading has very little violence in it, but when it does come, it's just like. Shh. <laughs> yeah, same with um, No Country for Old Men has mm. a has a fair amount of violence, yeah. but it's it's spaced out fairly well, and mm. when it happens, it really happens. Definitely, mm. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck um, is here? <laughs> Daredevil season three came out. Which I liked. And then they canceled it. And then they canceled the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez. It had it had high, the highest rating since season one, mm. but they still canceled it because of the Disney new streaming service thingy that they're doing. Right. So there's like a shakeup. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Matt, you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel the exact same way where uh i this year i just i felt like across the board i listened to less music and played less games and watched mm-hmm. less movies this year norm mcdonald's new shake show came out this year so go watch that <laughs> norm mcdonald's new shakedown new shakedown <laughs> yeah yeah I but i that. yeah I, I still yeah it's i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because i i was very busy in, in other aspects of my life but mm-hmm. yeah i hope that next year i get to yeah apparently subnautica came out this year yeah, I guess that, yeah, I mean, so it was an early go. access for the past, like, four <laughs> yeah, years yeah, yeah. or however long, but it officially came out this year, and that's when I played it. Okay, this is reminding me of a few things. I found a list of just games released this year, and there's games like Into the Breach. Great game. Loved it. Had a oh, great time with it. 
what else? What else? What else? Oberdin was Celeste. Awesome. Oberdin. Mm. Uh, what else here? Uh, uh, Celeste, I still need to get around to. Celeste's great. Um, God of War came out. Didn't play it. Here it's great. Going to play it eventually. Yeah. I'm, um, I, I actually technically haven't finished it, but I've gotten most of the way there. Loving it. Oh, Way good. better than I expected it to be. Yeah, I've heard it. I've, I've never been a fan of the God of War franchise. Like, I've I've known of the previous games, and they always looked... They looked fun, but... Eh, they looked okay, basically. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, it's... The spectacle looks really cool, and the combat seems, like, kind of fun in, like, a beat-em-up brawler kind of way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this new game, like, talk about, like, a really interesting case study in how to completely like reapproach not only mm-hmm. a game's or a franchise's story but mm-hmm. also its gameplay mm-hmm. in such a way where it stays true to god of war's roots like it's still rooted in that same like sense of scale mm-hmm. and, and spectacle yeah. and, and real like weight and punchiness to the combat mm-hmm. but like completely like reimagined in a really cool way and in a super well done uh setting like the 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 it's it's so cool that like this game basically makes it canon that uh the greek pantheon of gods exists in the same universe yeah in the same realm as as these norse gods mm-hmm. and and this norse mythology super cool uh and like also taking like so cool that kratos still isn't an amazing character but mm-hmm. like the fact that they've taken one of the least interesting characters in gaming who has one emotion and that's anger Sometimes it's frustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- they took the super flat static character and like developed him. And like, it's not amazing character development, but like he's a empathetic character mm-hmm. now uh, who like he has clearly changed and like seeing like, like that father son mm-hmm. relationship uh, that's been done like before in so many stories, like applied to God of War mm-hmm. is just super interesting. I think they earn it. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think, it, I think also job. the dad of war thing is just something that, seems to be just oh a lot of the people who are into games when god of war the original ones came out are probably dads now yeah yeah and so yeah. the target market is now dads yeah you know, like i think last of us hit that nerve as well yeah right? i was gonna say yeah. last of well us. the guy who made it is a dad now so yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and uh barlock's a real cool guy yeah. uh, really cool real cool guy uh sea of thieves came out which was like an interesting game right um, i'm i'm interested to go back to that game in in i was thinking of like maybe the summer going back to it and like if you guys wanted to play it we could we could do that yeah we could try that that was a game that like had so much potential but left me feeling disappointed um by the time i was done with it like i thought man this has such a cool like foundation like Mm. the the like being aboard a ship with your friends and having to man the sails and and do everything by yourself or like having everybody running around the deck and kind of having a job to do Mm -hmm. on the ship super fun and like being on the ocean is like it's impressive i think what they did with like the seafaring in that game Mm -hmm. um it's just a huge shame that there's really there wasn't a lot of content there i think there's more now yeah yeah when that game came out like you could basically do everything like raids now in that game or something yeah yeah it yeah again like well i'll go back to it in in another like six months or a year and, and see if it's better but yeah one so other game that was phenomenal that came out was minute uh minute was released it's a great game where you just play 60 seconds and you die i don't have a lot to say about it it's just phenomenal it's a great game if you haven't played minute you should play minute um uh what else 
that uh whole uh, or donut country. oh donut donut county's county cool. yeah I like still haven't played that i'm an idiot hey it's coming on the switch buy it on switch yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think it's already out on the Switch now. It probably is. Uh, Go check it out. It's a good game. I really want to play it, honestly. It's, uh, it's a short but very Oh, a new Earth Defense experience. Force came out like a few weeks ago. And Earth Defense Force is the greatest series of video games that's ever been released. It's a game about fighting giant fact. insects. Uh, and, oh. and it's... Yeah, it's schlocky as hell. Dude, it's like It's not B-movie. It's like D-movie. Wow. Like, okay. Level writing. I'm into that. It's amazing oh, i've yeah. played earth defense force 2077 earth defense force 4.1 <laughs> so there's so there's the 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 list was like i think the first earth defense force was 2017 which is great um, good. and then uh i played 2077 and then the, the sequel to 2077 was 4.1 and now it's five but 4.1 was earth defense force 2077 the shadow of new despair it's a good name. And it's a game about fighting giant insects with a jetpack and a rocket launcher and like in Japan and you it's fucking hilarious. Okay, I'm uh, into it. And yeah. a new Earth Defense Force has just come out. I'm on board. I, I, I yeah. kinda wanna play it. Um what else? Uh there was a new Pillars of Eternity. That was alright. Um um didn't come out this year uh but another one of my favorite games I actually put out a little like list on twitter mm-hmm. it was okay. like hey here are i don't know if you saw it i did not I'll he, look it up here now. are the games that not all of them came out this year some of them are old mm-hmm. but the ones that i played for the first time this year and that <laughs> I I were my favorites games you like ribbons at the top every single time <laughs> <laughs> yeah like like how donkey puts super mario brothers 2 as the number one game every so year. mad about that because i actually really like super mario brothers 2 and now it's like a fucking meme and i'm like it's my favorite super mario brothers that's 2d and donkey's fucking ruined it <laughs> i'm so mad about he's it yeah. and whenever i game. say like i love super mario brothers 2 they're like ah yeah baby and i'm like, fuck off <laughs> fuck off that game's great and fuck you super mario super Fucking mario so mad about that did somebody uh, say nick <laughs> okay i love the knack shit but god i'm mad Nick too baby Wait, where's this where's this this list you've done i can't oh found it okay games. oh you made a little money. infographic all right let's see infographic oberdin that's good god of war cool darkwood that i haven't played it but i've heard that was things. what i was gonna bring mirror up. drop you're welcome uh hylix subnautica hollow knight and fury okay cool that was that was my mirror drop yeah it's a good one as well yeah mirror drop is really very cool cool game that came out this year yeah a little short Mm. yeah but i think it like it didn't need to be longer honestly yeah you're right like i was i would say it might be even a bit too long (laughs) for like what it was and if you really want more you can go back and, and try to um you can unlock a, a set of final levels by completing the previous levels in as few terms as possible. Like oh, there's really? A, there's a quota. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's like, hey, if you can... Yeah, it's it's different for each level, obviously. That's cool. Yeah, take as few movements as possible to, to mm. complete them all, and then you'll... But it was made like, by one dude. So I'm like, it's impressive. Know, let him, let it looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a gorgeous-looking game. Beautiful game. Yeah. Super psychedelic. Yeah, super psychedelic. Super, super hot. I played that last year. <laughs> very, very good game. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was gonna briefly bring up Darkwood because uh, uh, that was another game that I thought was was super cool and interesting and mm. really like nailed the tone that it was going for. It's an abysmal game <laughs> in terms of just in terms of setting and story. Yeah. It is just like suffocatingly grim. Uh, not a speck of happiness in that game. Um, <laughs> but just like the top down style and like the the. It almost seems like I, I think it's hand drawn. It's it 
maybe not hand drawn, but it kind of has that visual style. Yeah, yeah. Um, the day night cycle is interesting. And was there day in that game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's basically you. You have to come back to your shelter, um, which oh, okay. your shelter can be in like. Uh, you can have multiple shelters in different parts of the forest, right? Um, and you, the idea is you you hold up uh, in this in the shelter, you barricade the windows, and you like you can move pieces of furniture in front of the doors, yeah, um, to prepare yourself. And there's like this little oven somewhere in the house connected to this system of pipes that run through the shelter, yeah, that disperse like this this like healing fog that like keeps the darkness away, right? And that's so you're only safe in the shelter if you're out at night, you die. Okay. The forest kills you. Right. Um, but creatures and, and uh, monsters can still come in and, and mess you up. They can right. still kill you in the house. So every night, basically, you have to pack up your stuff and then hide in a corner with, with a weapon, mm. essentially, and just wait for things to come into your house. <laughs> uh, and to bring up Mandalore again, I think Mandalore put it perfectly, where um, he summed it up by saying that that game, no other game... Uh, that he has played and I think that I've played as well, like has done a better job capturing that feeling of being in a desperate holdout. Mm. Basically. Mm. Um, it's really cool. That's it's, cool. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's it, that game really does a great job conveying that, that feeling of suspense when you are like hiding at night. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, it's been on my wish list for a long time. Like I've been wanting to get it for a while, but I can't work up to buy another fucking horror game. Just like it's so stressed out playing this. Fucking it's game. it's a really it, it takes a very subtle and kind of measured approach to horror though. There's like basically not a jump scare in the entire game. Right. It's just a whole lot of like the setting is very creepy. You you are basically trapped in this haunted forest that mm-hmm. never stop stops growing and has like trapped this section of countryside. And so if you're in it, you you just can't escape the right. the trees have grown too high and and the forest has grown too thick. Mm. Um and the forest has also infected uh, the creatures and the people within it. Right. And so um, you see all these uh, different things. Like you see people who have like been absorbed by the trees. And so you have like this weird, like almost like HR Geiger like imagery, but it's like organic. And so it's like you have that same general appearance, but it's tree roots mm-hmm. uh, and just a lot of disturbing imagery. That's like never, it's almost like a fairy tale where it's, it's grim but it's it's still it's it's always mysterious and the game never really explains mm-hmm. a lot of the things that you see mm-hmm. uh which is great I, I think it would ruin a lot of the experience if like the game explained exactly what all these horrific things were that you right. were seeing yeah. or if they were even bad in the first place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah super cool darkwood's a, a neat game i highly recommend that cool neat yeah the game's mapping system is cool too you have a map but you basically have to work off of landmarks Okay. Your position is never shown on the map. You just have to memorize. Like you, you have the map, and you know that oh, this pile of like logs is here, or this like burned down house is here, and this is where I am relative to that. So therefore, I'm here, and my shelter is up north, and I have to get there now because night is falling. Right. So that's, that's cool. super cool. I'm into that. Has there ever been a game that does that where you are not shown on the map, but there's landmarks on it, but you can rotate the map? Um, I'm sure, right? There has to be. I'm sure. I think Firewatch might have done that. Because in real life, um, you would rotate the map in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to figure out where you're pointing. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, You're right. Firewatch. Firewatch, actually, I think by default, you are shown in the map. 
I turn that off though. Yeah, I think I, I think yeah, I turn that off. As I well. think I think it's more fun if you have to figure it out yeah. with um, with landmarks. I'm trying to think if there's a game that doesn't. I mean, that's an obvious thing that yeah. every game should do. <laughs> I feel like there was a game that did that, but I'm trying. I don't. I can't remember. Yeah, well, Far, Far Cry doesn't even do that. It's Far not a Cry quiz. Just, relax. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not it's cool. relaxed. It's an interesting I'm question. I'm trying to. I don't remember it. Shit. <sighs> Stop the podcast. Yeah, just turn it Stop off. Stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy kind of did that. Yeah. Not a great game, but yeah. <laughs> I, I think hey, credit where credits do. Hey, that came out. First, first of all, that's I'm, out now. It came out like a few days ago. The what? beta, I think. No, Daisy's out. Full version one. Early access. It You're is kidding out. me? Yes. No. A few days ago, it has no. got very bad reviews on Steam. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, Matt it, it always reaches did. for his phone. I need to know. <laughs> I open my phone. This is the first thing I see. <laughs> Modoc. Modoc. Um, I can't believe it. I thought that game was in early access when I was still in high school. That's how long it's been. Uh, yeah, that was 20 years ago. At least 20 years ago. Um, <laughs> we yeah. are 84 years old. Matt was in credit, high school a long time. Yeah. <laughs> credit where credit is due. Um, Daisy Mod also did a, a really good job with um, Atmosphere. And I enjoyed the hell out of the Daisy Mod. Like, I think the standalone is not a great game. I never played the Daisy. Mod. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was really neat. And I, I had some really good times with it. Um, but it, it did a cool thing where basically... You spawned without a map, mm. um, but you could find one. And then I don't think you were, I don't think your position was shown on the map. That's cool. Um, so like you, that. you kind of had to figure it out. And yeah, you would, especially because you would always spawn on the coast and you would kind of have to figure out where you were on the coast based on what town you seemed to be near mm -hmm. and, and like what landmarks were around you. So oftentimes people who spawned in and were trying to find their friends, they would say, oh yeah, I'm near the lighthouse or mm -hmm. like the lighthouse is west of me oh yeah i remember uh when rust first came out it did the same thing yeah um yeah rust was super fun for that because when you spawned in you had to try oh my and god it's 60 dollars now it's 60 dollars sorry to interrupt no it's all right uh Good but Lord. rust did that apparently scum so there's a game called scum that came out that seems to be the new daisy game of choice by people people seem to like the it people's a lot. choice the people's choice scum scum yeah it's uh, published by Devolver. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. You're like an escaped wow. convict. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And there's like robots. Holy. In the world. I don't Police know. Police robots. Police robots. This came out last, yeah, last week. Last Daisy 1.0 is now live on Steam. Yes. Free weekend inbound. You can play for free this weekend. So. Sweet. I will not. No, neither will I. <laughs> <laughs> My laptop cannot run that game. Nobody's computer can run that game. It's true. <laughs> it's so poorly optimized. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I've been playing a little bit more Arma 3, actually, just with some friends. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's neat. It's it's cool that that game is so easily moddable mm. in that there's so many different things you can do with it. I've been thinking about picking up uh, the Skyrim mod Enderall or something. Somebody made a total conversion mod for Skyrim called Enderall, and all it requires is like the original Skyrim game and then you just press a few buttons on their on their website and it just installs it correctly. So it's like everything I hate about mods is gone. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I could go for Skyrim again, but I don't want to play Skyrim again. No offense, Todd. Um, and Enderall seems like right up my alley. I really Enderall. want to play. It's going to come out on Steam like in a few months, but you can oh, get the full oh, wow. thing on their <clears throat> website right now. Uh, and I was looking into it. It came out like in 2016. And oh, they, it's already they, on Steam. Or there's already a page for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it looks huh. real cool. And like, I don't know. I just kind of want to play Skyrim again. Fuck. 
Yeah. I like their logo. Their their banner art looks really cool. Yeah, no, it looks really professionally made. They, like, everything's voice acted as well. It's like... Yeah, crazy. this this looks super legit. Yeah. Huh, maybe I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Neat. You better Neat. fucking check that out. Neat. Neat, Neat, Neat tricks. tricks. Neat tricks. Logan doesn't know this. Don't do this. I don't know this. And also, it's an audio format. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what next? Also, my favorite game this year was Riven. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Everybody should play Riven. MGS5 still takes the cake for me. Oh. Best indie game. Riven's my favorite indie game. <laughs> I mean, technically, it kind of works. Small team. Yes, I guess yeah. Cyan. Back then, every company Cyan was, was an indie game. Yeah. yeah. Fair Back enough. Then, <laughs> Nintendo was an indie game. Nothing's as good as Splunky. Eat my dick, everybody. It's a great game. Okay. Fuck off. Cut it off. Seriously, though. If I you, like it medium if you, rare. If you like puzzle games, first of all, you should play Return of the Oberdin. Second of all, you yes. should play Riven. It's a, it's a very good game. And then, and then maybe check out Metal Gear Solid Five. Maybe. Didn't get, maybe. Uh, Even though it's not a yeah. puzzle game. Actually, hey. yeah, fuck that. I think Oberdin was the best game of the year. That's my game of the year, probably hands down. That game was so fucking good. Uh, yeah, Return of the Oberdin, game of the year 2018. Game Awards gave it best art direction. What? But all right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because it like cool. it does look cool, but like it was up. They gave it best art direction because they couldn't they couldn't feasibly give it any other category because mm. of these huge companies. Yeah. But like it was against God of War. God of War has a, a way more talented art director than Lucas Pope. Right. <laughs> like Lucas Pope is a very talented man. Right. Oberdin is my game of the year. It's art. It's art direction is not the best part of the game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. I think it's still a very strong part of it, though. Yeah, I mean, it makes it. It's no. It's recognizable, but like, honestly, it's it. It's the mechanics and storytelling of that. Like, it should have won for narrative design, right? Or it should have won for for like gameplay design. If there's, I, I think that's just game of the year, <laughs> right? Uh, I don't like think I'm, I don't think Jeff Keighley approves of this banter. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, but. Oberdin game of the year, fucking awesome. Yeah, god damn it. That For me, amazing. it's it's Spider Man. I haven't played it yet, but it's probably Spider Man. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's a good. That's a good bet. Of, of the games that I played this year, again, not necessarily ones that came out in 2018. It's probably Hollow Knight for me. Oh yeah, um, that makes sense. If it had to be one that came out this year, then it might be Oberdin. It might also be God of War is probably up there. I don't know if it's my number one, but it's yeah. God of War looked excellent. I've, I've enjoyed the hell. All of I know it. is it's definitely not Red Dead. Yeah, that game yeah. sucks. I finally got to play a bit of it. Game sucks. I'm like, I'm so mad that Red Dead got as many good reviews as it did, and then I played it, and I was like, this game fucking sucks. It, <laughs> and I hate it because look, a lot of people worked really hard on that, and they worked a lot of overtime, and I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. But fuck, that game feels old. That game feels so old. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it seems <laughs> it seems rooted in the same game design principles that maybe not really enjoy GTA GTA Four. Mm. yeah well no, the thing is, is that uh, and uh, i guess i guess like parts of five as well like i i really liked gta 5 for like reasons that were completely unrelated to like those aspects of game design mm. that rockstar is known for you know right. what i mean i feel like that's the thing is i feel like rockstar is known for a bunch of aspects of game design that aren't good anymore <laughs> like they're just like shallow i'm tired of them yeah no i don't want them in my games it's it's that it's that like the game i like the most from rockstar is gta 4 because it did a bunch of things that rockstar doesn't usually do right like i don't know 
like it, it decided to be like less cartoony with the GTA world. But then Rockstar maybe, I mean, uh, Red Dead maybe went a bit too far in the other direction. Like it tried really hard to be realistic in a game world where it's just fucking ridiculous. Like the horse collisions are hilarious and it just doesn't mesh. It's really detailed. It's a beautiful game, but like, God, Red Dead sucks. It's kind of the opposite of Hitman where Hitman knows Mm -hmm. the universe is serious, but everyone plays goofy. Mm -hmm. So they facilitate that goofiness. Exactly. You know, whereas Red Dead, you can probably do a bunch of goofy shit, Mm -hmm. but it, it somehow doesn't mesh as well as the Hitman stuff does. Definitely. Yeah. I'd say like thematically, it's all over the map. Yeah. Right. And then gameplay wise, it's also all over the map. There's like a huge problem with how rigid the mission structure is Mm -hmm. versus the open world aspect of the game. They're like, we're making an open world game. All of the missions are linear corridor shooters, but you have a big open world. But if you go outside of our corridor that we've invisibly put in the world, you lose the mission. Right. Yeah. It's terrible design. I mean, it's terrible. It was the same thing in GTA 5. Yeah. Also a terrible game. I think GTA (laughs) 5 is way overhyped as well right i I think gta 4 is underhyped i think gta 4 is a great game (laughs) i i really enjoy my time with with gta 5 but i completely understand i played five hours of gta 5 and i never (laughs) played it again i was like so i like walked down a street and i was like this is amazing i was like i walked down i I listened to a person's phone conversation right this is so cool yeah and then and then I started playing GTA And 5. then I actually played the game, and I was like, this game sucks. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. Rockstar hasn't made a good game for years, like I, I over get, a decade. I do get similar vibes <laughs> from from Red Dead. And I mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those games where I look at it, and it looks incredibly impressive. Impressive mm. is the number one word I would use to describe that game. Mm. But in terms of being a game that I will enjoy playing, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. But I like, I like look at that and I compare it to like Oberdin and I'm like Oberdin is such a carefully considered, well structured, impeccable piece of art, right? And then you look at Red Dead and it's just like fucking this. Mm-hmm. Look how beautiful this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at how the mud terraforms and, around and, your and like, fucking horse's balls. And and more to your point, I feel like Oberdin is the kind of game where it 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 is has taken full advantage of its medium. Yeah, like it is a great example of a game mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a especially with all the shit that came out from Rockstar before fucking. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't out. realize the end of this podcast would just it would be us talking about our favorite games and then shitting all over Red Dead too. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even played it. <laughs> I've played it for like an hour, <laughs> so we're fully. Qualified. So yeah, I guess like a big heaping tablespoon of salt, but like honestly, like. Read read the news, everybody. Red Dead's bad. Okay, <laughs> follow the money. Like, uh, like follow the money. Not even follow the money. Like, if you, it, it's really interesting now to see the like journalist cycle and like the pundit cycle kind of turn on Red Dead, and everyone go, "Oh, this game's actually not as good as we made it out to be." Because there's just this hype cycle because of like your fucking horse's balls shrunk in the cold, right? And everyone's like, "It's amazing," and it is. That's amazing. Impressive. Some fucking guy spent 60 hours a week for four months to make those balls shrink realistically. Impressive. And I'm like, I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry you spent four months of your life on that. And you did a great job. Impressive. Impressive. Yeah. (laughs) It's impressive. You know what? I think that's that's what Red Dead 2 is. It's it's impressive, but it's just that it leaves an impression. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the full review. Yeah. The full review. I will probably play it next year, and when I do, I I I'm think never I'll, gonna I'll, buy that game. I'll stream it. No, I'll, I'll 
it, see what's you what's can't what. stream it it's so slow yeah well even just as like a way to like get out my first impressions y- yeah and for anybody who's interested to watch okay but it like from what i've seen it's very slow yeah it does look slow i was gonna say one more quick thing before we move away and, and wrap this up i i think what you were talking about like that clash with mm-hmm. like the fun you can have in in a rock star open world versus like how serious they basically that that serious tone that they wrap everything in and mm. and yeah like that that is conveyed through the story mm-hmm. i feel like even gta 5 did a really good job like being tongue-in-cheek with a lot of its story and and yeah. its characters mm. yeah like there was a seriousness to it but they knew mm-hmm. like ultimately that you would be goofing off in their mm-hmm. open world yeah and i understand why they could not do that with red dead because it's a bunch of serious cowboys and mm-hmm. there's like serious grudges and shit that are happening whatever it is i don't know what the story is at all you can probably tell yeah um but it's if it's an open world game everyone's gonna want to gonna want to do goofy fun shit because newsflash games are supposed to be fun yeah if it's not fun what's the point in the words of reggie but it's not even it's not even that that i'm angry about like the thematic issue is one thing but it's that they made an open world game and then they're they built a big old open world and then they designed a linear game yeah they just were like oh look at this big old world nothing to do yeah no we're not going to take advantage of it at all you have a camp that you can like feed and put money into there's no reason ever to do anything with the camp ever ever why the fuck is it in there like there's so much like it's a huge part of the game and it has no point right they could have even like a a suggestion thrown out by a bunch of designers it's just like fucking make it so certain parts of the story are locked off until you put enough money into your camp right yeah i mean that's a simple this is something that Baldur's gate 2 did in their first chapter and it was beautiful and like that wasn't even an open world game. And they're like, we have a few areas. You need to just raise $20,000 in the first act of, of Baldur's Gate 2. They're like, go figure out how to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you do that in Red Dead, it'd be so good. I, like, I, and I think that's that's like the perfect way to tie your linear story into your open world. Yeah. Is, is by, and like Morrowind did this. Yeah. yeah. Morrowind forced like, hey, you can't progress the saying, story until like, you explore the open world. People were saying Red Dead feels like it's seven years behind in open world design. It's like it didn't even try to do open world design. Like it's not even seven years behind. It's 20 decades behind. No, like, it's it's, just, it's probably not even 20 decades behind because the developers then recognize their limitations. They're, these people mm. were like, let's make an open world and not worry about the story. Yeah. Or how you how the story interfaces with the open yeah. world. And they made this impressive world, but there's nothing yeah. you want to do in it. Yeah. Other or the than things just that you do in it just don't make sense with the yeah. rest of the things game. Things that you want to do in it yeah, yeah. don't make sense exactly. with the story. It's, like, it's just that I keep coming back to Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, Breath of the Wild came out and did this, this like amazing way of designing an open world and making it feel rewarding as a player to do the thing you're supposed to be doing in the game, which is exploring. Mm. Right. And it's just that. Red Dead drops the ball in literally every aspect. <laughs> like, except for I like what they did with the shooting. The shooting feels sluggish and weird, and I love that. Right, right. I fucking that's the thing I love about GTA Four as well is the shooting feels weird as shit in, in GTA Four. It <laughs> it's like you get shot and you get flown around, and you're like, uh, mm. and you fall over. It's fucking great. Like fuck, you could like trip yeah. on a street. Fuck, corner. It, fuck everybody <laughs> being a 
goddamn SWAT trained fucking gun. Assassin. Yeah, assassin. Yeah. Like, I love playing a game where you're just a fucking guy who bought a gun at a gun shop down the store and doesn't know how to use it. Fuck yeah. And that's what Red Dead feels like. You're like, I don't know what a fucking six shooter is. I'm drunk. And then you just shoot. Like, you're always drunk. You're a cowboy. In that way, I think Red Dead might have a similar problem to this game, even though this game's mechanics are way more fun. Mm. In conducive to fun but just cause four just came out oh yeah i've heard i've heard the discussion around no that. one why would you want to do a mission when you can attach balloons to a car mm. ride it up and then turn on the boosters and the balloons and then mm. you can fucking do anything you want you can mm. do you can attach cars to bodies and then attach boosters and, and apparently they the story in that game's really serious like there's like very few yeah it's like missions. it's it's <laughs> like a you know there's a revolution happening yeah. and you're kind of the leader of it almost but why would you want to take part in that when you can wingsuit around yeah. attaching balloon, boosted balloons to everything? Did you see the greatest Easter egg ever that's in Just I Cause did. 4? It's very I have good. Not. So at one point in Just Cause 4, I haven't played it, but I have seen this Easter egg. You can... What's the guy's name it's again? Rico? Rico, Rico, is Rico? Rico walks up to a mountain. Rico Rodriguez. You walk up to the top of this mountain. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And what do you see before you? Can, see, can I guess? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to ask some questions first. Sure, yeah, yeah. Is this it related is- to a different game? Yes. yes. Is it related to a different game that this company makes? I don't know no, what the company no, is even. No, um, If you're on a mountain, it's, it's it must be a Skyrim thing. No. Fuck. Okay, just give it to me. <laughs> okay, so I will give you a hint. There's a pot at the top of this mountain. It's a Zelda thing? No. You get inside the you pot. You get inside of the pot. <laughs> oh, yes. I saw this. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. God, Getting over it. So good. Suddenly, Fuck. the game is, is, is it's a side-scrolling perspective, and you are climbing a mountain. Yeah. And yeah. you can, like, go out of it and bug the game and just run around this 2D plane of the world in the pot. If you, Some people have, like, flung it around, and you just launch out, and then you're just in the world, but you're 2D. <laughs> it's like weird as shit it's crazy mm. um, yeah that's good but I was really happy when I saw that yeah. but overall yeah so there's a game more. that knows that people playing it are not taking it seriously yeah and also drop the ball it seems <laughs> yeah cause like the story yeah. is super serious yeah. and also yeah. like is the mission structure like linear no no the no. mission structure in Just Cause 4 is not hmm. it's like very Just Cause 4 does a better job with it's open world design yeah. than Red Dead but that's not saying a lot Yeah, Red like Dead you, is such a low bar you gain right. territory and then you do a bunch of missions and you gain these points to gain yeah. the territory. It actually reminds me a lot of Mercenaries, uh, the original Mercenaries on PS2. Uh, they have this cool mechanic that I really like the idea of in Just Cause 4, where when you push forward that front line of the battlefield, there's actually like a front line battle happening on the world map, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like a war zone, right? I mean, a lot of the reviews are saying it doesn't do anything, which is okay. Um, but in Mercenaries, the same thing happened. There was like a demilitarized zone and then like a front line, right? And going there was really intense. You'd have two sides just fighting each other constantly. Uh, and I, I kind of really dig that in an open world game. Um, just have a, it make it feel like the world is actually doing a thing, even if it never mm. actually changes. Um, That's cool. But, yeah, I, I, I like that as well. Yeah, yeah making the, the world feel like it's, Events in it are going to keep going mm-hmm. no matter whether or not your mm-hmm. character is in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm well, always a sucker for stuff like that. There you have it. Red Dead sucks. Red Dead sucks. Over Den, Game forever. of the Year. Yeah. Uh, Art Direction should go to God of War. The Game Awards are a sham. 
Uh, go play Smash Brothers and hope. Video games are at the crossroads between art and garbage. We were totally wrong that it's never been a better time to be a gamer. A gamist. Let's gamist, be. Let's yes, be yeah. a little. Actually, more, this was. A, let's not this be so really, uncouth, okay? This was a great year for games. I think. Uh, aside from, it was a bad game for game companies. Fuck. Lots of yeah. layoffs. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of hey, companies actually, closed up. Yeah. Cool news. Uh, first game workers union opened up in the UK. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago. I heard about that. Really cool. Also. I, I can't believe we didn't bring it up at all, but man, the stuff that's happening with online stores right now. Oh yeah, Epic Game Store seems really cool. Crazy uh, interesting, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm into it. The Discord store is doing some crazy stuff with Revenue Share. The Congregate store is doing some cool stuff. Um, it's, yeah, I it's gonna be so crazy watching how that all unfolds. Definitely in, in the new year. Definitely, yeah. And speaking of the Game Awards, so many fucking weird things were announced at that. Like yeah, like Hades, the new super giant game. That looks cool, which is crazy. Uh, Ashen just came out, and I remember seeing the trailer for that and thinking that looked cool. Um, unfortunately, my laptop can't run it. Very sad. Uh, and an expansion for the Stanley Parable. Yeah, which was crazy, yeah. and I'm definitely going to buy. What <laughs> is up with that? I yeah. can't wait to play that. Um, it was a funny trailer. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> that's but, uh, a good point the last thing the last bit of news i expected to, to hear yeah. out of the game awards was was more content for the stanley Parable. yeah oh god and the trailer for that was phenomenal where uh yeah they they like had they, they had the announcer talking about stuff and he's like we were so happy about you guys keeping so much praise upon the stanley parable let us go back down memory lane and then it cuts to a bunch of award shows and it goes like best writing goes to Gone home, gone home, <laughs> papers please, gone home, gone home, papers please. <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, it was funny. Um, gone home, isn't that the game you can like be in three seconds? I mean, you can beat a lot of games maybe, in three maybe. seconds. Mist, you can. No, like without glitching it. Like if you know how to beat it, I guess you can beat it. I mean, I think seconds. you can turn around and leave right away. Oh, uh, and that, that's, beat, that's beating it. <laughs> yeah, Stanley Parable. You can also do that. But Gone Home was the like just it was the it was the walking simulator that got everyone very mad about walking simulators, but also showed that walking simulators could be great games, mm. um, or at least less esoteric than Dear Esther. Yeah. Um, and Gone Home's phenomenal. It's an incredible. Mm. Uh, okay yeah. quote unquote tour de force of game design cool i really liked it i remember playing it it was probably three years ago at this point that i played it and i just i had already been like up all night it was like 12 30 and then i decided to boot it up and like mm -hmm. basically beat it in one night and it was just like yeah it's like a two-hour game yeah That's finishing great. that game super early in the morning yeah. and having it just be a very like solitary experience yeah and yeah. it was just it was really nice yeah and it's yeah. interesting because I, I don't know i remember booting it up and not knowing what what it was really. yeah like i knew it was a walking simulator and i knew you were alone in a house and i was like and it's great because it plays with that it like makes it seem like it might be a horror game for like yeah the first, yeah like, 30 I, minutes i really like right? how it kind of teases at that yeah and then that becomes like a playful part of the story which is really really well done um yeah playful yeah, yeah. playful is a good word for it but yeah it's it's just a great game um yeah, I'm definitely on the game of the year of 2018. Ukulele. That's game of the year. No, no. <laughs> game of the year 2014. 20, Wait, did Mario Odyssey 30. come out this year, or was yeah, that last, last year? year? That was last year. Never mind. There you go. Because I was like, if Ukulele and Mario Odyssey came out in the same year, Ukulele could. Just, sorry, guys. 
Mario Odyssey came out. It's a great game. <laughs> Odyssey is a very good game. There we are. That's the podcast. Uh, what did you have for lunch, Matt? We never finished our game show. Oh, wait. And we should probably talk about what we're looking forward to next year real quick. Wait, no. Hold on. This okay. is more important. Yeah, what's... I have, I have goulash. I have, like, okay. What are you looking forward to in 2019, Logan? <laughs> I'm looking forward to hopefully a new King Gizzard album and hopefully a new uh, Car Seat Headrest album. Uh, King Gizzard didn't put out a single album this year. I mean, obviously... Because they touring. put out five last year. <laughs> yeah, they, they spent them all uh, on one, one exactly. place. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that the next year is like when they're going to say we took a year off. Here's our one album for this year, um, and then hopefully they tour and like I can see them again. Um, uh, I I'm really really excited for Kentucky Route Zero to finish up. Uh, there's even still a chance they release it before the end of this year, and if that happens, then uh, fuck Oberdin. Kentucky Route Zero <laughs> is uh, the best game of the year. <laughs> no, if they release it like on the final day of the year like the last king 1159 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i forgot the last king gizzard album came out on the 31st yeah <laughs> uh so yeah looking forward to those um in film not i don't i haven't really kept my ear to the ground for movies uh so i'm sure there's going to be things coming out isn't there like a new fucking marvel yeah there's probably. always a new marvel movie yeah so I'll, I'll probably watch whatever the fuck that is um <laughs> yeah uh i'll go see it as well yeah that i mean that'll be, at least be um they'll be they'll be wrapping up that version of the of their cinematic universe so that's mm-hmm. it's, it's cool yeah i'm excited for that new uh from software game Sekiro shadows die twice or whatever yeah, that I'll comes probably, out in march yeah i'll probably buy that when yep. that comes out i'm excited um, about that because i really dug neo which was the dark souls like made by ninja theory or was it ninja theory team ninja probably team ninja grappling uh, hook mechanics and yeah grappling it, like, yeah being able to augment your arm in different ways yeah looks real cool. cool yeah um looks like a similar kind of like this is like a bloodborne twist where it's like dark souls but we changed a bunch of stuff yeah um bloodborne was a phenomenal game yeah yeah I'm, um, I'm willing at this point to go out and say that bloodborne is straight up if not my favorite game period like definitely in the top three yeah, I gotta finish playing through it because, like, I played through a bit of it. I it's like, I spoiled the whole game for myself, so I was just an idiot. But uh, I'd say, like, if I if I had played through it when it first came out, it would probably be my favorite Souls game. Uh, probably not my favorite game of all time, but definitely my favorite of the series. Uh, but I think that still belongs to Dark Souls or maybe Demon Souls. Um, I hope they remaster Demon Souls. Yeah, shit, they should remaster Demon Souls. If they remaster Demon Souls, I would buy it again and I would probably play it. Um, I would play it for the first time because I, I never played the original Demon Souls. I would definitely pick that. It would be weird coming out nowadays, but it would be really cool. Because um, yeah, that game had so many weird design decisions. Be but interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Be really interesting to go back to that, to a remastered version of that. Now that we've had all these other Souls born games, yeah. I went back after. and played a bit of my version of it that I had for PS3, like when Dark Souls Three came out, um, and it is. It is a shock to the system. It is much more clunky. It is really hard. Even, even uh, Dark Souls 1, I, I have found, is actually a little bit harder to go back to now. Mm-hmm. Just because it feels a lot slower than yeah. later entries. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of like that about it. Demon Souls speci- specifically is way slower. Like, it's slower than Dark Souls even. Uh, it's a super slow game. Um, and it, it's kind of designed... To, like, the world is smaller as well, but it doesn't feel smaller because it's so much slower. Um, like you move from place to place in like a glacial pace. Anyways, Sandy, what are you looking forward to next year? Uh, fuck. 2019. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 2016 or something. I know, yeah. Mm. I got them mixed up. Flip it around. If only. Yeah. 
What's uh what's even coming out? I don't even know. I don't know. Stuff a bunch of things that have slipped yeah. my mind. I have no idea what's coming out. Excellent. Fantastic. Oh, is the we'll new just, We'll just cross those bridges as we come to them. Yeah, look at that. Is the new um is the RE2 remake coming out next year? Probably. Oh, I'm excited for that too. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Death Stranding comes out. That seems cool. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that's coming the out. The new right. Last of Us, maybe? Yeah. Right? Uh fucking wait, what am I talking about? Splunky 2 comes out next year. Yeah. Can't wait for Splunky 2. Greatest game of all time. Gets a sequel. Cannot wait. I still listen to the Splunky podcast that comes out like every two weeks now. It's Game of the Year 2019. You've already decided. I've already decided. Preemptively. <laughs> so Splunky so much game of that. I'm going to play that game every day for the entirety of when it comes out until the end of that year. Because I'll just do the daily challenge every day. Yeah. I know I will. Um, fuck, I can't wait for that fucking game. Oh, and hopefully Elder Scrolls Blades comes out on the phone. And I'll be able to be excited about an Elder Scrolls game <laughs> That's what you're going to end the podcast on? Yeah. There we go. Oh, God. Elder Scrolls Blades all the way. Todd Howard, I love you. All right. Well. I love you, Todd Howard. With with that, um, thank you so much for listening. God, I love you so much. Uh, this has been episode 34, I believe, of of Quizacast. I hope I'm getting the number right. Nine episodes strong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a more serious note, um, I'm really happy with uh, this us getting well i mean you guys are on the podcast for the first time essentially but me going back to putting out this podcast has been has been a lot of fun and i hope we get to do more of it i've been a lot busier lately and i've i i think i'll I'll probably still keep it on temporary hiatus just until Mm -hmm. i can wrap up like a couple of things i have on the go yeah um because otherwise i'm just way too busy um but yeah i'm i'm super excited with with how these episodes have gone and yeah it's been i think you you put it well where it's it's cool to every other week be able to like sit down and like talk about the things that we've like been up to and, and been enjoying yeah yeah definitely I, and like i've been really enjoying the time on the podcast as well i didn't realize how much i could talk about garbage uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one half of video games oh yeah 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 we're and i sometimes dip into the art category but like mostly just mostly garbage. Just garbage. mostly right. just hot I think trash yeah actually i think like the venn diagram you should move art further away <laughs> and video games are primarily garbage <laughs> yeah <laughs> mostly made up of yeah yeah of just filth. video games 90 percent garbage 10 percent art 20% concentrated power of will, you know, like yeah. that meme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's a meme? 99% hot That's gas. That, that, that checks out. Meme school. Mm-hmm. Art school comes out next year. That's my game of the year. What the fuck's art school? I'll send you a link later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One other thing. Uh, because it's the holiday season and I just found out about this wonderful game that's holiday focused. Uh, there's a game called Skeel. S-K-E-A-L. It's free. Just type in Skeel Itch.io, probably. Don't read anything about it. There's some articles on Rock, Paper, Shocking about it. Don't read them. Play Skeel. Doesn't take long. With no context. It's beautiful. You will cry. It's an astonishing triumph of game and artistic design. All right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. That was our our thrown together game of the year discussion. Games of the year discussion. Merry Christmas. Yuletide blessings to all. Happy holidays. And uh, happy holidays. However you choose to celebrate. See you in the new year. I hope that. uh, Yeah. I hope this this year ended on a good note for everybody listening. And we'll see you in 2019. Bye.
Thanks. Farewell. Oh. <laughs>